At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Living the dream once again here on a fabulous NFL Sunday. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, just free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we only have 13 games this week in the NFL. Six teams have a buy. And yet, eight of the games are kicking off right now around the NFL. Here is the lineup. Chargers at the Falcons. Dolphins at the Bears. Panthers at the Bengals. Packers at the Lions. Colts at the Patriots. Bills at the Jets. Vikings at the Commanders. And Raiders at the Jaguars. And look who's here in studio. He's been a road warrior the last couple of weeks with his work on San Diego State football. And uh, home game last night, I know I probably had a wake-up call from that 14-10 lashing of uh, UNLV last night. A win's a win. <laughs> a win's a win. No style points in football. We know that. But, uh, yeah, I was on the call for college football last night. Aztecs taking on hosting the UNLV Rebels, and it was a rousing, like you said, 14-10 victory. Thank goodness. Yeah, we had some big upsets yesterday. LSU took care of Alabama yesterday. Yeah, Clemson got wiped out on the road by Notre Dame, so there's going to be a major shakeup. And Georgia and, and, domination at Tennessee. What? But that was an upset because that's the number three team taking down <laughs> the number one overall team I don't in understand. college football you like in this, this nation. Tennessee was never number one. Oh, what I don't are you know. talking that about? college football playoff poll is totally 
totally bogus. They set that up because the game was that week. I'm sorry, what network runs the SEC? Yes, the one wait, that also controls wait, the college wait. football players. So they wanted to label Tennessee You're number one. You're calling foul? Oh, You're telling me that They've these, doing these committee from day, you know, members got into a room and they set this up? That is blasphemy. Number one, Tennessee gets upset by number And there was no upset. That was complete domination by Georgia. Clearly the number one team in the country. We're down to four unbeatens, by the way. So you got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. They're the only undefeated teams left. All right, we got a lot of NFL football to go to today. Again, weird week this week because you had the Thursday night game. You got eight games kicking off right now. There's only two games this afternoon, the night game, and then, of course, the Monday night battle. Six teams, uh, by the way, bye week, and you're like, wait, what about my fantasy football? These are the teams not playing this week. Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, 49ers. Yeah. So it might be too late, but uh, if you got players on those teams and you're playing them, you're going to get a goose egg because those teams have a bye. Um, looking at some of these games that are kicking off right now, Rich, uh, one game that just sort of catches our eye is this Jets team hosting the Buffalo Bills. The Jets lost last week, ending their four-game winning streak. Obviously a huge underdog, even at home, against a team that most people, despite the Eagles' undefeated record, are looking as the best team in the league right now, that being the Buffalo Bills. Did we learn anything about the Jets last week, uh, even in that loss that they had last week? Yeah, I mean, you can learn something every single week. The one thing that I will say, again, actually repeating myself from before, is there are no style points awarded to teams in the NFL either. You you have to win football games in order to advance, in order to win your division, in order to earn wild card spots. And credit to Coach Sala out there in New York. He stacked up a bunch of wins. Same thing uh, with the Giants. I, I mean, nobody saw this coming. Nobody would have ever expected the Eagles, for crying out loud, to be undefeated through this point of the season. I, I, I think you have a couple of teams who have may overperformed. We don't know which one of those are yet because in the NFL you have the most parity year to year. We see this every single year. There's about four teams that were in the playoffs last year that will not be in the playoffs this year, which means that you're going to have new blood rotating in every single season. And that's that's what keeps this sport nationally relevant and as interesting as it's ever been because it's anybody's year at any time. All right, so right now in the AFC, here are the standings. Remember, you have your four division winners and then three wild cards. So the Bills, Titans, Chiefs, and Ravens right now are your division leaders. And your three wild cards as of today are the Jets, the Dolphins, and believe it or not, the Chargers. Yeah. Sitting at four and three. Interesting there with the Chargers uh, as they uh, right now uh, on the road against Atlanta. And we have a pick. A pick. Josh Allen has thrown a pick in this game against the Jets. They were deep in Jets territory, and he just... Went blind. Yeah, it looks like he was looking for his tight end, Dawson Knox. Wow. And it was a rollout pass to the right. Is that Sauce Gardner? Did he come up with it? He threw it right to him. Yeah, that was – I don't – I mean, he just didn't see him. He just did not see him for whatever reason. Noah's Whitehead, who ends up coming up with the pick. So the Jets get the ball back deep within their own territory, but that is a costly error down in the red zone for the Buffalo Bills. So the Bills had had a big pass play to get into position right there in the red zone, and then Josh Allen throws the pick. So the Jets have the ball right now. Uh, But, yeah, if you look at the uh, Chargers right now on the road against the Atlanta Falcons, 
There's a lot of people, even with all the injuries they have, and by the way, the Falcons right now have a first and goal at the Chargers' three-yard line. So here with our bottom TV, Rich, we got yeah. the Falcons already in a position to take an early lead against the Chargers. Mariota throws an incomplete pass here. Uh, so the Falcons, who, of course, won that crazy game against Carolina last week. By the way, just quickly on the whole DJ Moore uh, fiasco. Right. Um, Ephraim Salam yesterday was saying, look, the rule is clear about taking the helmet off. And some people said, well, he was walking off the field. And according to Ephraim, maybe he's right or wrong on this, he says on the field is anything between the sidelines. So technically he's on the field. Why was that rule put into place for the safety of the players? A rule, by the way, that was endorsed by the players union. Yep. So he said he would do it again. Falcons get down to inside the one yard line. They'll have a third and goal there. And Cordell Patterson, by the way, is back in the backfield for the Falcons. He's been injured the past couple of weeks. They've still had some success running the football with Hasty. So good to have him back in the backfield for Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, um, do you feel like overreaction time where people are like, this is outrageous? There's a 15 yard penalty on taking your helmet off. He's not taunting. There were no players around as far as, you know, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, is this something? Something to be reviewed because the reason the Cordell Patterson is in. So there's your first score of the game. The Atlanta Falcons take an early 6-0 lead over the Chargers. Yeah, the way I I see it is there are certain penalties where there's subjectivity involved, like holding, uh, pass interference. Mm -hmm. There's there's things like that where, yeah, I get it. You can make an argument. Oh, you know, that's ticky-tacky. How could they call that, especially in that situation? But with rules like false starts, did you or did you not move before the ball was snapped? That's pretty easy. You know, things like... You know, uh, too many men on the field. Uh, Well, you got 12 defenders. I'm sorry. We're going to throw the flag. Um, In this case, you know, you you take your helmet off and you do it on the field to play. It's it's a penalty. Now, I don't necessarily think it was all that bad. We got another touchdown on the ground. Joe Mixon gets in the end zone. Cincinnati takes a 6-0 lead at home over the Carolina Panthers. Yes. So Bengals Speaking of on the, the Panthers right now. Uh, by the way, Pinheiro, if you, people remember this, so Pinheiro, because he, instead of a 33-yard exit point, had to go back to 48 yards. He missed it. But remember, in the overtime, he had an exactly 33-yard field goal, the equivalent of what he would have had for the extra point, and he missed that kick. Yeah. So, uh, all right, we also have a uh, Justin Jefferson touchdown there for the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are on the road in Washington. And let's take a look at this. We have it in this tiny box in the corner, two man side. Justin Jefferson is just so good. He ran a corner route and was covered about as well as the defender could possibly cover a receiver. He elevates. He comes down with the football, toe taps his way into the end zone, and that's six for Kirk Cousins' Jefferson connection. By the way, Kirk Cousins' opening drive, five for five, 67 yards and one touchdown. Jefferson had four of those catches for 48 yards and that opening score of the game. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of people just seem like this is outrageous that there would be a penalty like that. The bottom line is the penalty has been on the books. It was originally put in place for the safety of players. It was approved by the Players Union. 
And DJ Moore could say, hey, I do it yep. again. Okay, DJ, fine. You do it again. You could possibly cost your team another game. Well, yeah, and that's, see, that's, to me, it's just being too proud. I, I mean, all week long we were talking about this Kyrie Irving stuff and how he, he wouldn't apologize for, for you know, I wouldn't even answer questions directly about, you know, whether or not he was anti-Semitic in his own belief system. Like, sometimes pride gets in the way of sport, and I think that's kind of what's happening happening with DJ Moore too. Obviously not nearly as severe, not nearly as outrageous, but this is what happens when guys don't want to walk things back that they did. You hurt your team. You hurt your team. End of sentence. I understand. Maybe it's a stupid rule, but there are rules that you got to follow in football, and until they're changed, you got to continue to follow them in football. Otherwise, you cost your team 15 yards. Now, we were here a week ago watching that play in real time. They have now determined that that Throw by P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore, 67.6 yards is the longest completion in the history of the NFL. In terms of air, air yards. Air yards. Yeah, that's impressive. And it wasn't a Hail Mary. No, it was it not. It was a pass. Yeah, P.J. Walker, he can heave it now. Uh, P.J. Walker has I mean, done a couple of things I don't that know what really his future me. is in Carolina, but he's got a future. People yeah. saw. So that was, according to those that keep track of these crazy things, the longest air completion ever recorded 67.6 yards yeah almost 68 yards through the air (laughs) by the way chicago leads early in chicago the bears have tacked on a field goal after a nice long drive over the miami dolphins all right let's hear our first highlight of the day they'll hand the ball to patterson and cordero rolls in for the atlanta touchdown all right, 92-9, the game, Falcons Radio Network. So Atlanta taking the early 7-0 lead against the Chargers. Bengals on the board. Burrow tosses it left. Nixon yeah. will go into the yeah. end zone. Touchdown, nice. Bengals, as Cincinnati goes 90 yards to begin the game and scores a touchdown. Bengals Radio Network, Joe Burrow, 5 for 5, 69 yards on that opening drive. So Bengals take the 7 nothing lead. We're just getting started here, folks. Eight games going on right now in the NFL. We'll update you on the scores. We'll update you on the stats. We are Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. He goes in motion to the right. Kirk back to pass. Out of the shotgun. To the end zone. And it is caught. Is it in bounds? Yes! Touchdown, Vikings! Now. Live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. That's K-Fan Minneapolis and the Vikings Radio Network. Vikings with an early 7-0 lead on the road against the Commanders. Also, the Dolphins have gotten on the board. Touchdown, Dolphins. On the road against the Bears, taking a 7-3 lead. That on a one-yard run by Raheem Mostert right there. So the uh, Dolphins coming into this game 5-3, and as we mentioned right now, they are the number two wildcard team in the AFC. Let's hear that score. They give it to Mostert. Touchdown Miami for Mostert. Another touchdown, his second rushing touchdown of the year, his third overall, and the Dolphins take the lead. All right, Dolphins Radio Network. So 7-3, Miami leading that game right now. Um, Looking at some of these other games, the Chargers, uh, they are banged up. I mean, Oh, big time. I mean, Justin Herbert is trying to figure out who the heck am I throwing the ball to? Uh, No Mike Williams, no Keenan Allen. They just had their tight end go on the injured list. Yep. So they are really down to not much offensively and right now trailing this game to uh, Atlanta by a score of 7 nothing. Uh, with all these injuries and this being year three for Brandon Staley, I mean, I'm actually hearing some people like, this guy could be in trouble. I'm like, well, right now, technically, they're in the playoffs at four and three. But if the bottom falls out of the season, like really hard uh, with all the injuries and everything else happening, I don't know. What do you say? Well, it, the football is a war of attrition. There's no doubting that part of the equation at the end of the season, especially where we're at through the month of November, is the healthiest teams persevere in a lot of cases, whereas teams that have key injuries, like think of the Ravens, for example, last year. Uh, They were just so depleted, they couldn't make a run in the AFC North, and that was all she wrote. I mean, if Lamar Jackson was healthy, if that running back room was healthy last season, don't you think it might have been the Ravens at the top of that division instead of the Bengals? I do. You know, so it's just one of those things. You have to stay healthy in this league to have a chance, and the Chargers have not been able to, not only this season, but just over the past decade or so. Oh, it's been like this. By the way, this is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. The Bills are trying to uh, get the lead here on the Jets. Josh Allen is scrambling. He gets right to the goal line, and they're calling it a touchdown. Yeah. They are signaling touchdown. Josh Allen on a scramble has gotten to the end zone, so... 
They'll yeah. review the play, obviously, play. on any scoring play, but looks like he got to the goal line. Yeah, good, well-blocked, good protection. Just the Jets did a nice job of covering up all the available receivers in the end no, zone. Whoa, 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 whoa. The ball, I think, fell short of the goal line. I don't line. know. The initial dive, you got to watch his right arm because his the initial dive may have broke the plane and so they got Bass out on the field waiting for his opportunity to kick the extra point. No review yet. but uh, So they're, they're not reviewing the play. Oh, they're calling the offense on the field. They're saying he was just shy yeah, of the end zone. I, I, it looked like to me the ball landed short. I mean, we're talking inches short. So Look at the this. Bills are coming back on. By the way, the guy that was missing in action for the Raiders last week has shown up today. Devontae Adams has just scored a touchdown for the Raiders on the road against Jacksonville. Remember last week? I was told Devontae Adams was sick last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. That he was not feeling well. How about feeling well today? He already has six catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. And the Raiders have an early 7-0 lead on the road against Jacksonville. But apparently, he was, like, throwing up on the sidelines last week. Yeah, he he had the the flu game. There's no question about it. Wasn't feeling himself. So he wasn't targeted. And when he was – well, he was targeted. But when he was, uh, it was, uh, you know, a little little (laughs) bit of a difficulty getting those catches. But Uh, Bills now get in the end zone. Uh, yeah. On the sneak by Josh Allen. So now officially the Bills take a 6 nothing lead against the Bills. And uh, the Packers just threw a pick in the end zone. Aaron Rodgers picked off against Detroit. So it'll be Detroit ball. Did it get a touchback? Is that going to be on the 20 coming out? Yeah, yeah there you touchback. Go. So Joseph with the interception there for the Lions. Through just over 10 minutes in the first quarter here. Well, we have our resident Packer fan here, Lee DeLapp, <laughs> producing today. Lee, uh, what do you make of uh, the three and five Packers right now? I, when I was with you guys two weeks ago, I still had hope. Uh, it is on its last sliver uh, as we're facing the Lions. Would you and say that a loss today in Detroit would pretty much put the nail in the coffin? Last, last nail in the coffin. But, yes, this is... Uh nail-biting time for the Packers fans. Well, I, I guess, you know, if, if they do have a sideways season, how does it get better next year? Like, how, how do you make this situation better? Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. He signed the extension on his deal. Yeah. He's got a couple more years ahead of him. How do you think make things better for him? Because it's not just the receiving core. The offensive line needs help. There's a lot of reasons why this Green Bay offense is not clicking right now. Well, it could get a whole lot worse for Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers does, in fact, put his foot down, hold for, holds firm, and really does force his way out or retires. I mean, that is always an option like that you have to think about when we're talking about an aging quarterback is one of these days, one of these guys, the Brady's or the Rodgers, we saw it with Breeze, we saw it with Roethlisberger, eventually enough's enough. Uh, so that's that's a possibility too. Like the, as bad as it looks right now, it could be so much worse because his love is he ready? I mean, he's been sitting on the shelf for years, but is he ready to take over as the Packers franchise quarterback? The reports are he's not still. So uh, one game we haven't talked about yet, but there's some pretty bad numbers in this game. Colts at the Patriots. Sam Ellinger is now the quarterback for the Colts. Apparently, he's 0 for 2 passing, and he's been sacked twice for negative 11 yards. That's negative 11 yards uh, passing net yards for the Colts. And the Patriots right now have a negative 1 yard. So combined, they have negative 12 yards net passing yeah. uh, in this game between the Colts and and the Patriots. Let's hear another score. Carr, shotgun, lobs one, near side, Adams over his shoulder, makes the grab at the five, touchdown Raiders! Have a quarter, Devontae!
Yeah, he's had a quarter with those six catches, 88 yards, one touchdown. That right there, of course, the Raiders Nation Radio, 920 AM Raiders, with an early 7-0 lead. By the way, the Falcons have added a field goal. They now lead the Chargers 10-0. Let's hear that Bill score. Josh going to keep it himself and dive into the end zone. He's not going to get it cheated out of that touchdown. He's in this time for sure. Touchdown Buffalo. Josh Allen, his third rushing touchdown of the year. WGR 550, Bills Radio Network. By the way, Charlotte's Web is the world's most trusted hemp extract founded to serve wellness seekers looking for safe, clean, and natural options. It's the number one CBD brand on the market. Go to charlottesweb.com. Use the promo code SPORTS15 for 15% off your order. That's charlottesweb.com. Not available in Idaho or South Dakota. Uh, by the way, coming up uh, later on in this hour, we're going to check in with Moose, uh, Daryl Johnston. He's working at Seahawks uh, Cardinals game. We only have two afternoon games yeah. today. Yeah. We have eight games going on right now, two this afternoon, one tonight, and then the Monday night game. That's yeah. it. Limited schedule in looking, the NFL. Looking forward to that Seahawks on the road at Arizona and Rams visiting Tampa Bay. It's a pretty good afternoon slate. And yeah, concentrating on the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, you have a coach who's on the hot seat. There's no question about it. Vegas has him as the next out in terms of coaches that could potentially be fired. You've got this Geno Smith phenomenon phenomenon happening with the Seattle Seahawks who top that division right now unexpectedly um, nobody had that on their bingo card heading into the season absolutely nobody everybody thought it was a teardown in Seattle and somehow Pete Carroll has done it again Pete Carroll's got to be mentioned for coach of the year because uh, I have it on my list that the Seahawks are going to be the worst team in the NFL tanking for a quarterback they got a quarterback. His name's Geno Smith. He's playing really, really well. All right, let's find out what's trending right now. And look who we invite to the party, even though Sam's not really paying attention right now. That, of course, would be <laughs> yeah. Sam's kicking back. He's still he's still wallowing in the glory that has been. That's uh, a huge Iowa, Iowa win. Iowa yeah. win yesterday. Yeah. 24 yeah, points. Yeah. I mean, yeah. have we ever seen a football team score 24 points before? <laughs> Yeah. Well, at least not in the state of well, guys get it 24 at halftime. Right. So uh, Monty's all decked out in her uh, Chargers gear today. Oh, my poor Chargers. Yeah. Depleted lineup, playing with a lot of JV players, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so they, I, and they look like a JV. Yeah, I know. But I, I was like, you know, I'm going to no wear offense. I'm going to wear them. I'm going to show them some love and hopefully they can let pull me, something out. Let me give out. you a stab right now. Uh, no. Total yards in this game. Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta has 145. Uh, the Chargers have eight. No, okay. that is to be a blooper. Total yards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, they'll they'll get there. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Listen, one minute left in the first quarter, and the Falcons are up 10-0. It's okay. There's plenty of game to go. Everything's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. It's like that meme of the dog where everything's on fire, and it's just like everything's fine. That's how I feel right now. (laughs) Everything's fine, guys. The Dolphins are beating the Bears 7-3, and we got two minutes to go in the first quarter of that one. The Bengals scored first against the Panthers 7 Zero in the score. Four minutes to go in the first quarter. The Packers and the Lions are still scoreless. Packers wide receiver Romeo Dobbs was hop- he, they, he hobbled off the field with an ankle injury. He was carted to the locker room. He is questionable to return. And speaking about the Green Bay Packers, their 
reports saying that they made aggressive moves prior to the trade deadline. They tried to take Pittsburgh Steelers receiver Chase Claypool, who ended up with the Bears, and apparently Raiders tight end Darren Waller. It just did not work out for the Packers. We've also got the Colts and the Patriots still scoreless late in the first quarter. The Bills scored first against the Jets. 7-0 is the score late in the first quarter. Josh Allen, 5 of 8, 74 yards. He has thrown one interception, but he has rushed for a touchdown, so there is that. The Vikings are beating the Commanders 7-0, two minutes to go in the first quarter. Kirk Cousins, a perfect 7 of 7, 63 yards and a touchdown. And the Raiders, yeah, Devontae Adams is definitely here in this game. 7-0 in the, is the score late in the first quarter as well. Back to you guys. A lot of scoring. It's always fun. Always fun. Yeah. Uh, last yeah. week was exhausting, yeah. except for the Raiders, uh, who put up the big goose egg last week. But, yeah, we're off and running right here in a very busy Sunday morning here on the West Coast, Sunday afternoon on the East Coast, uh, with eight games going on around the National Football League. By the way, quick note on the other game this afternoon, Moose Johnson will be joining us as we get ready to talk CX Cardinals, Rams Buccaneers. Yeah. I mean, if you had said, look at week nine, what's going to be the game of the week? Oh, Rams Buccaneers rematch from that playoff game that we saw a year ago. How about both those teams coming into this game with a losing record? Yeah. Could anyone have envisioned that? Yeah, the answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. Um, Yeah, they have both have a little bit of the same snake that's bitten them. Uh, Offensive line injuries, skill position injuries. Cooper Cup comes into the game limping after a scary moment last week. Obviously, Tampa Bay, it's been well chronicled what's gone on with Tom Brady over the course of the season off the field, but on the field through offensive line issues and skill position players not being available, they really haven't been able to put together anything that looks like or resembles the success they had a year ago. Rich, he has nine touchdown passes in eight games. I mean, that is just so on Tom Brady-like. All right, let's get a preview now of that Seahawks-Cardinals game. Ready, ready. Now. Hey, let's go, let's go. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. And joining us right now, Fox NFL analyst, three-time Super Bowl champion, Daryl Moose Johnston, is joining us right now. All right, Moose, let's talk about Seahawks Cardinals. I don't know a lot of people that had the Seahawks sitting at 5-3 and three right now. Obviously, Geno Smith, rightfully so, is getting a lot of attention. But when you look at the Seahawks team, why do they have a 5-3 and three record going into Week 9? I think they did one of the, the better things that we've seen teams do, you know, over the last couple of seasons is, is you're in the middle of the, the season and then all of a sudden you realize that maybe the scheme you're, you're running is not fitting your personnel that great. And, and I think you have to give a lot of credit uh, to Coach Hurd and to Coach Carroll uh, with Seattle with their defense when it wasn't giving them the production that they needed in the first five weeks of the season and they made a change and kind of tilted it back into a different direction. And if you look at the last three weeks, that's really where, you know, the big change has come from. And, and what that does is then once the defense is playing at the level that they're playing at now, as opposed to those first five weeks, you can kind of slide into that offensive style that we're used to seeing Seattle play, where it's, it's a strong defense. It's a run game that controls the flow offensively. Uh, you, you take your shots, your calculated shots with your quarterback down the field to DK and and Tyler Lockett, and uh, that seems to be the place that they've gotten to right now. But I, I do think that this is a big test. I know they just played a couple of weeks ago, but uh, Arizona was without DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, so we'll see how that defense, one of the big areas that they've gotten better, 
is stopping the run. Um, but with, with Hopkins out there, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how much different, in your opinion, does this Arizona Cardinals team look with Hopkins now available for the first time after the suspension? Well, it's kind of funny because they're kind of going through that same process that, that Seattle finished after week five. They're, they're out of sync offensively. They really haven't been able to do what they want to do and play the style that they want to play to because they've had some injuries in the offensive line. They've had some new places. They've had a little bit of transition. And you had to go and you had to play at Seattle. And then you had to go and you had to play at Minnesota. And, and those are really, really loud venues. So what you're doing is making sure your communication is sound. And now all of a sudden you've got, you know, Cliff Kingsbury kind of calling plays in a huddle environment. We saw Kyler Murray last week with a wristband for the first time in his career. Just to make sure that you've got everything done the right way pre-snap. And that's just not the way that they play. So with these guys being around a little bit more, getting a little bit more comfortable with the offense and all the mechanics that are pre-snap, the way that Arizona functions, uh, we think we're going to see more of what we saw last season when they got out to a 7-0 and start. And the other big thing is, and we heard this from Kyler Murray, we heard this from several of the guys that we spoke to, is they feel that this is the healthiest that they've been in the key places this season. So uh, that, that, that's another important thing. Uh, you know, I, I think that they've just that lack of continuity hasn't been there for him this year. Yeah, each of Kyler Murray's three seasons in the NFL, his passing numbers have gotten better. Now he's taking a step back, and of course, the scrutiny is there after all that off-season noise about you know the you know contract and that he was going to have to required to have extra time watching game film, and it was pulled out. But after that, immediately our reaction was. Well, if they're not playing well, people are going to question the commitment of Kyler Murray, right or wrong. What are your impressions of Murray? Where is his mind right now with this team sitting at 3-5? and five? We had probably the, the best conversation that I've had with him uh, you know, my, my whole time since he's come into the NFL. Uh, he was very open, uh, you know, very transparent. Um, you, you could see the frustration. Um, he shared the frustration, um, so it was a, it was a really really good conversation, and he was he was the first guy we talked to, and he was the first one that brought up, hey, listen, this is this is the best I felt, this is the healthiest we've been. I think you're finally going to get to see what this offense really could be, you know, during the course of the game this weekend. And you know, you look at the suspension to DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore is out for a couple of weeks with a hamstring early on. I I think what Arizona really needs to do is really take a look. At what they do in a preseason, and and how can we get a little bit better there, and protect our players from injury, but be able to hit the season running. And one of the things we heard a lot about was Kansas City Week One, where they they were just they were behind, they weren't ready for that speed that they saw day one, and and I think that that kind of shocked them a little bit, and maybe you just in a little bit of a funk, you know, after Kansas City does that to you opening weekend, and. I, I think that that might be something that the organization may need to take a look at is, okay, you know, this is something that, that, that multiple players and multiple coaches have talked about, and we're in week nine. So we've got to get this preseason preparation figured out. So when we get to the regular season, you know, we're, we're not a step behind. You know, our communication and our, our coordination is uh, spot on 
you know, for for week one. You know, Moose, during your time with the Cowboys, you guys did a lot of winning, but there were some thin years. I've been a part of teams where you start the season and you know you just don't have enough. And that really felt like where the Seahawks were to start this year. How has Pete Carroll gotten this team to believe in themselves? I think it's always a different culture in Seattle. You know, if, if you've been out and, and you've seen them practice, Pete, Pete does things his way. And, and, you know, I think you've got to find the right type of player that fits into that culture. And it, it, was, it was actually interesting because it was one of the things that happened last week. Um, you know, he, he gets the victory and he ties Bud Grant for 18th uh, in NFL history and win total. And, you know, he just kind of shared his relationship and how important Bud Grant was to him as a coach coming up. And one of the things that he told them was always stay true to yourself. And I think that, that, that Pete was open in sharing that with us when he left New England and went to USC. If he was going to fail, he was going to fail his way. And, and I shared with him that that was something that, that Jimmy Johnson sold us almost verbatim in 1989. You know, we went through training camp and he did things the way he thought they should be done because this was professional football and not college football. And after we went down in week one and just got blown out by the New Orleans Saints, he came in that week to the start and said, all right, we're going to go back. We're going to do things my way. We're going to do it the way that I think they should be done, not the way I thought they should be done. And if I'm not going to be successful, it's not going to be because I didn't do it the right way. So I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail on my terms. And I think that that's kind of where Pete got to, and he's always kept that culture. So they talked to us about – you know, hey, we saw it in camp. You know, the potential is there. Everybody thinks we're going to be in a big rebuilding phase because we lost Russell Wilson. But we could see the talent, and he was right. He said, we just we played lousy. You know, we were, we were not good those first five weeks. But then you start to see some of the things that you saw in camp, and the guys start to buy in a little bit, and we start to tweak our system, you know, to, to the skill sets that our guys bring to the table. And, you know, confidence is a tough thing to slow down once it starts to build. And I think that this team has got a lot of confidence right now. Uh, and a lot of that comes from the way that Geno Smith is playing. Seahawks on the road against the Cardinals. Big matchup there in the NFC West. Daryl Moose Johnson will be on the call. Moose, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for joining us this morning. You got it, guys. Have a great day today. All right, very good. There he is, Daryl Moose Johnston. All right, uh, we had a... Green Bay, well, they're actually on a second and goal right now at the one-yard line, yeah. and we have an incomplete pass. It was a long, goal. long pass down the, the near sideline on the broadcast, and it, it looked like a touchdown, although the, the side judge never signaled. And so they had this big conference, and then they, they decided the knee came down and the ball was just short of breaking the plane. So now – it is the Packers knocking on the door, but the Lions all of a sudden getting stiffening up at the goal line, third and goal at the half-yard line. Right, so the Packers, let's keep it right here for this play, see if the Packers can get into the end zone. Boy, the Packers need a win. They need a win, and in they the need worst to way, beat the Lions. Just to somehow stay in the chase for a wild-card spot, they run it up the middle, and that's going absolutely wow, nowhere. That loses yards. a yard. So now you have a fourth and goal. I think Green Bay would go for it right here. There's no way they're going to kick a field goal. This was a – I mean, their offensive line did nothing. Look at that. I mean, the, the Lions, not exactly where, – where are the Lions ranked in uh, defense? Credit to the backside. 32nd in scoring here, defense. This. So credit to the backside of this defense for the Lions. So their safety came and filled quick, but Nobody, their defensive uh, tackles held held up the offensive line from getting to the second level. And that was a clean shot, A-gap 
defender on a gap rusher and boy he was downed right there where he was hit and that is a yard loss on the play maybe more all right green bay's taking a timeout right now getting ready for this fourth down play keep it right here much more coming up this is fox sports red zone radio at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Motion blasting game. And here is the fake. Fields going to roll. Chased by Phillips. Hits Cole Komet at the 11. To the 5. To the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Bears. Now. Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. That was WBBM News Radio, 780 AM and 105.9 FM. Bears Radio Network. Bears still trailing the Dolphins 14 to 10. Welcome back to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Bengals are rolling today. Burrow under center. We'll see if he sneaks. He's got three touchdown runs. He does sneak. He appears to be in. There's a penalty flag down. No penalty there. Bengals touchdown. Bengals radio network. They lead the Panthers 14-0. Meanwhile, when we left you, we are at a fourth and goal at the one-yard line, two-yard line for the Packers. They designed a play for Bakhtiari, the offensive tackle, to be on the receiving end of an Aaron Rodgers pass. Instead, it was intercepted in the end zone by the rookie Aiden Hutchinson. So still no score, Packers-Lions. And you just don't expect... Aaron Rodgers to make that kind of throw. I mean, no. it was. No. Bakhtiari actually was open. Yes. 
but he threw it right into the arms of Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, it was uh, look. I mean, Aaron's struggling, I, and I, and this team has kind of lost their tether to what made them special for years and years and years, which is off script Aaron Rodgers. I mean, for so many years, that's what has made them intangibly greater than. But they've gone to more of a run game that has been supported by play-action pass game. And Aaron can still create. Aaron is still Aaron Rodgers in certain moments, but less so than he's ever been. And especially considering the complaints and the lack of trust with receivers making so many mental mistakes out there and all the injuries they've had at skilled positions, uh, it's been a struggle. The Chargers get in for their first score. They're trailing 10 nothing just a moment ago, but Austin Eckler gets in off right tackle and makes this game a bit closer 10-6 still trailing in Atlanta I don't know what's happening in the Colts they have decided to go with Sam Ellinger as a quarterback over Matt Ryan here are Ellinger's stats he's over three and he's been sacked three times for 16 yards and losses at least based on what I'm watching right now Sam Ellinger is not an NFL quarterback yeah, look, I, he's uh, he's definitely young. Is it Ellinger? Ellinger, yeah. I, I won't have to worry about the correct pronunciation <laughs> about Ellinger <laughs> or Ellinger, the way he's playing right now for the Colts, because he sucks. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, he's young. And, uh, look, young quarterbacks need time at the NFL level playing against real NFL competition to be anything nearing uh, respectable, except for the out- outliers. You know, J- Justin Herbert, clear from day one that he was going to be a star in this league, although injured this season uh, for the past three, he's been excellent. Yeah, Sam Ellinger, he, he looks he looks like he's having a tough start to his career. Well, what is but going Ryan, on here? Matt Ryan has looked really dreadful. Well, he has. He leads the league in every turnover category. I get that. But where's Frank Reich right now? I mean, it's not like the season's over. They're sitting at 3-4-1. and one. They're in the middle of pack. You know, you rattle a couple of wins off. Who knows? Maybe you can get yourself back in playoff contention. But they're not going to get there with Sam Ellinger at quarterback because he right now is in over his head. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough watch. I think the Raiders scored again, and yeah, it was Devontae Adams' long pass from Derek Carr. They lead 17-0 in Jacksonville right now. Are you now. ready for these stats right now? Devontae Adams, who wasn't feeling well last week, apparently is feeling great today. Seven catches, 126 yards, two touchdowns. Derek Carr, 13 to 17, 199 yards, and those two scores. Josh Jacobs has five carries for one yard. And so um, the the passing game that has looked so bad has been on track today against Jacksonville. Really quick, uh, we have a blocked kick punt in the Miami Dolphins Chicago Bears game. Miami returns it all the way for another seven, and so that's twenty one ten. They lead right now in Chicago. All right. It was interesting. I was listening to the guys early this morning talk about why is Vegas favored on the road against Jacksonville and people pouring their money in on Vegas. We're seeing why with the Raiders leading this game by a score of 17 to nothing. Eight games going on right now around the NFL. We give you all the scores. We give you all the stats. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker. 
for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. And once again, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we got a lot of highlights to catch you up on, starting with the Raiders. They play fake. They fake the reverse. Now look at all kind of time. Throwing deep. Devontae Adams is wide open. There was nobody within 20 feet of him. He walks into the end zone. For the easiest touchdown, he will score all year. Raider Nation Radio, a 9.20 a.m. So the Raiders with a 17 to nothing lead on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Meanwhile, the Chargers are on the board. Eckler behind Horvath. Takes the handoff. Eckler to the end zone. Bounces. Stays on his feet. Second effort is good. Touchdown, Chargers. Austin Eckler with his sixth rushing touchdown of the season. Able to dig into this Falcons early lead. KYSR 98.7 Chargers Radio Network. Falcons still lead that game 10-7 inside three minutes to go in the first half. How about those Dolphins? Gill and it's Rocket. Dolphins got it. They pick it up. Touchdown Miami. Van Ginkle. Van Ginkle scores the touchdown. The first block. Dolphins Radio Network. How about this? Tua Tunga Bailoa so far, nine for nine. 111 yards and a touchdown. Dolphins lead the Bears 21-10 with 346 to go in the first half. One more. Let's hear the Bengals. Burrow takes the snap, gives it to Mixon. Joe is into the end zone. Touchdown, Bengals. Joe Mixon having a half. That's his second touchdown of the afternoon, and the Bengals are up by three TDs. And that's the Bengals radio network. Bengals just doing a number on the Panthers right now. 21-0 Bengals. Joe Burrow, 13-16, 132 yards. He is on fire right now. And Joe Mixon has 64 yards on the ground and a couple of touchdowns, Rich. So very busy start to our Sunday. These work better when they're on. How about this stat I just found, by the way? This Chargers game where they have the ball right now, still trailing by three. Atlanta with 10 points right out the gates in the first quarter. Uh, Chargers answered with that Austin Eckler touchdown that you just played there. They are now the third team in NFL history to trail by 10 points or more in the first quarter of four consecutive games. What's more shocking than that (laughs) is they found a way to win two of those games. And right now, they're making it a ball game in Atlanta. So this team is bizarrely slow starting, but finding a way to win these games. But you can't, you know, you're living on the edge that way in the NFL. You know how this works. You pad somebody 10 points or more in the first quarter. A lot of times, most times, you're going to fall behind the eight ball record-wise, which they have, but not because of those games, oddly. Look, look at last year, the Raiders and the Steelers making the playoffs last year. Yeah. The Raiders were 4-0 in overtime games last year. That's right. 4-0. 
in overtime games last year, and the Steelers backdooring into the playoffs. So this is why we say, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is winning and losing. Style points, forget it. Just find a way to win games. And as you mentioned, the Chargers have looked not good this year, and yet at 4-3, and three, at least as of today, they're in as a wild card. Meanwhile, the Patriots now leading the Colts by a score of 13 to nothing. And uh, yeah, the Colts were backed up. The Patriots were able to block a punt, and then Mac Jones was able to throw a touchdown pass to get the score to where it's at now, still shutting out the Colts. Let's hear that score. Mac waits on the snap. He takes it from Ferentz. He backs up. He's in the pocket. He throws it to the left. It's caught by Stevenson at the pylon. Touchdown, Patriots. <laughs> Colts Radio Network, so as we mentioned, Colts lead the, our uh, Patriots, excuse me, that is 98.5, the Sports Hub and the Patriots Radio Network. Patriots leading the Colts by a score of 13 nothing. Uh, meanwhile, we bring in Lee DeLapp once again to update <laughs> us on that hey, scoreless Lee. tie between the Packers and the Lions. 2.38 to go in the first half there. Aaron Rodgers, 10 of 17, 156 yards, two picks. Jared Goff, 5 of 9, 59 yards. What exactly, if anything's happening in that game, Lee? Well, they just had a deep pass on a 4th and 3 to convert and are back into the red zone. So let's try and make it 1 for 3 in the red zone. That would be good. That, you know, that would be good. I'll, t- I'll take it. Al Lazard, by the way, looking good so far today. He was responsible the last time the Packers got down to the one-yard line on a huge reception to Lazard. So his stats are piling up today. But like you said, Steve, still knotted up at zeros all around in Detroit. This uh, this total was at 49.5, and, and that seems a bit high considering <laughs> what we've seen so far today. But if you really look at the stats – the Lions are a top half points and overall or top half team in overall points scored so far this season. They're top ten in points per game. They're top ten in offensive yards from scrimmage. And they've given up the most points oh, in the league. Thirty two out of thirty two. So Forty nine seemed like a, a reasonable yeah, number. Yeah, you figure Aaron Rodgers is gonna score at will and the Detroit Lions have found a way to you know pile up points, but so far through this game, through this whole half, it's been dry as a bone. All right, speaking of dry that's where Jacksonville had been, but Travis Etienne has just scored on a rushing touchdown. So the Raiders uh, leading the Jaguars now by a score of 17 to seven. Buffalo increased their lead to 14 to three. Let's hear that score. Now the snap to Josh. Going to keep it and run on himself. Left side has a first down and more. Gets inside the 20, inside the 15, headed to the end zone, and he is in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen just ran it in from 39 yards out. W- wow. Yeah, WGR 550, Bills Radio Network. So Josh Allen doing it on the ground. Two rushing touchdowns, four carries, 55 yards. He's 11 of 18, 131 yards, and a pick through the air. Jets really haven't done much offensively. They only have 86 total yards. Uh, Brees Hall's been out for the Jets. Without Brees Hall, their offense does not look the same. Yeah, definitely does not. And they're trying their hardest to get Robinson going, but they've been giving the football to Carter more out of that backfield so far today. Uh, Darnell Mooney caught a touchdown pass from Justin Fields, a deep ball. And this game is getting up there in terms of points scored. Miami leading 21-16 in Chicago, but Chicago has found their offense. 
What happened to the extra point? Did they go for two? No, the extra point is good. 21-17. We're always anxious to see about a missed yeah. extra point. Hasn't so, happened yet today. 21-17. Miami leads the Bears. We're inside two minutes to go uh, in the first half. Uh, again, for this Jets team right now, sitting at five and three, number one wild card. They had their four-game lose uh, winning streak ended by the Patriots a week ago. Zach Wilson today is six of eight for thirty-six yards, Mm-mm-mm. and they have fifty yards on the ground without Brees Hall, so they have no offense right now. Where are you on Zach Wilson? I, look, Zach Wilson is small for the NFL game, uh, so if he's going to have a career, they need to have a great offensive line in front of him, and they don't. And you know, and losing Vera Tucker, uh, that hurts the Jets a lot. Uh, this offensive line, though, for years, basically since gosh, DeBrickshaw Ferguson anchored this offensive line, and and Ma- Nick Mangold was their center. They've been a patchwork quilt up front. And so when with a small quarterback, who's dynamic, by the way, who can be off script and do all those things that you need in today's NFL, uh, isn't protected particularly well, he's going to struggle. And that's exactly what you're seeing. Carolina's having a day. I uh, remember P.J. Walker, all the glory from a week ago with that incredible pass, the longest pass, airborne pass, for a touchdown in the history of the NFL. He is two of six for six yards. Yes. Total yards in this game, because Cincinnati just scored again. Joe Mixon, his third rushing touchdown. Total yards in this game, 268 for Cincinnati, 19 for Carolina. They have 19 yards of total offense with less than four minutes to go in the half. I'm going to say this, and I know I'm going way out on a limb here, but if they repeat this in the second half, they have no chance to win this football game. <laughs> really, honestly, Steve. And, I, you know, I don't know. I don't. 28 nothing right 19 now. 19 yards? An NFL team has 19 yards with four minutes to go in the first half? This is, uh, this is about as bad as an offense could look through a half of football. So um, if you're a Carolina Panthers fan and you're listening to us, just hold on tight because, you know, the second half's coming. I'm sure they'll make a lot of adjustments and make this a ball game. All right, let's hear a bear score. Fields in the shotgun back to his left, bunch set to the left side and a stand-up tight end right side of the line, takes the snap, has a clean pocket, fires into the end zone, left corner, Darnell Mooney makes the catch for the touchdown. Beautiful throw, wonderful catch. WBBM News Radio 780 AM 105.9 FM Bears Radio Network. That's a game, man. That's going to be a really game, a big time game. Bears are starting to show some offense right now. Starting to happen. Starting to happen. (laughs) Justin Fields, maybe he'll uh, break the trend of Ohio State quarterback bust. Uh, in the NFL, but they still trail Miami 21 to 17. By the way, I'm also looking at another team struggling offensively with their passing game. That would be the Washington Commanders. Taylor Heineke, a quarterback. Touchdown Chargers. Austin Eckler scores his second of the Look day. Look at the Chargers taking the lead on the road against the Falcons. So 13 10 right now. We'll see if the ensuing extra point is good, but Austin Eckler caught one. He rushed the first one, and they lead by three in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm looking at the Commanders right now, trailing the Vikings 7-0. The Commanders' defense is playing well in this game. Vikings had the opening score, haven't done anything since. Taylor Heineke is 6-11 of 11 for 48 yards, so they need to get some offense going. But you look at the Commanders at 4-4, four and four, you're like, how? Yeah. 
I mean, Ron Rivera doing a pretty good job <laughs> yeah. without a quarterback, essentially, all season long. Well, Heineke's got some starts under his belt, and we saw that playoff game a couple of years back against the Bucks on their well, we way saw to winning Carson the Super Bowl. Wentz early in the year. Yeah, yeah. and Wentz was the, the name starter to start the season. But really, what it looks like is a Ron Rivera football team. They're led by really strong defense, and when the run game's going, the commanders have a shot, and that's kind of what they you know, buttered their bread with so far this season. Man, you are excited to play this Cincinnati he, he score. He was tired of hearing you talk, <laughs> and he wants to hear the Bengals score again. Hands it to Mixon, running wide to the right. He'll go into the end zone. Joe Mixon scores his third touchdown of the half. Yeah, he cut you off, but, you know, the Bengals are doing that to Carolina right now. 28 to nothing right there on the Bengals radio network. All right, we'll catch our breath. We've got a lot of scoring going on right now. Much more to come on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Herbert. Rolling to his right, looking for Eckler. Caught touchdown, Chargers! Austin Eckler, one on the ground, one through the air. And the Chargers have taken the lead, 13 unanswered. Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. That's KYSR 98.7 Chargers Radio Network. They're at the half right now. The Chargers down 10-0 early, leading in Atlanta, 14-10. Justin Herbert, 17 of 22, 141 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. And Austin Eckler, 24 yards rushing with a touchdown, also has 22 yards receiving for the other score. Eckler is a touchdown machine. Remember, he had 20 last year for the Chargers. Welcome back to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Let's hear a Jacksonville highlight. From the one-yard line. High snap, he handles it to give to Etienne toward the goal line. Touchdown! A one-yard touchdown run. The signal was given touchdown. Now the Raiders are saying he's not in there. He's in there. WJXL <laughs> AM 1010 and FM 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network. Raiders still leading that game. In fact, they just added a field goal 20 to 7 now. Raiders on the road against Jacksonville. So the Raiders looking good today. Uh, by the way, the Commanders did get a field goal. They still trail the Vikings by a score of 17 to 3. And guess who just scored in that Packers Lions game? Is Lita left? Did he just faint? Uh, here we go. It's coming from the Lions. Goff fakes the give this time. Wants to throw Enzo. Wide open. Caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. It's exactly what we were talking about. Shane Zilstra on the receiving end. Hard run fake. Packers bought that Zilstra all by himself. WXYT FM 97 won the ticket. Lions Radio Network. So Jared Goff with a little touchdown pass right there to... Ziltra, and uh, just like that, the Lions have the 6-0 lead. Do we have an extra point attempt in this game right now? Trying to get an update on that. 
Let's see the extra point. In we the still meantime, have. the New York Jets got it in the zone against the Buffalo Bills. They're looking to tack on the extra point right now. It's up and it's good. So that is a 14 10 mm. ball game in New York. It Jets was hanging in there. Carter, who rushed it in for the New York Jets. So, yeah, that's a ball game, man. It's second half, 30 seconds, or excuse me, it's second quarter, 30 seconds left in the first half, and they only trail by four at home. By the way, getting back to this Packers game, what a disastrous half for the Packers. You're going against a team that has given up more points than any team in the NFL, and you have a goose egg right now. Aaron Rodgers has thrown two picks, 156 yards, no touchdowns. How is this possible? What kind of odds could you have gotten that the Packers would have a scoreless first half against the worst scoring defense in the NFL, the Detroit Lions? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, Yeah, in terms of points per game, the Lions give up 30-plus a game. They're 32nd in the league in that category. But the the Green Bay Packers have not been able to score yet. Jared Goff aligning for the two-point conversion attempt. He hands the ball off, and it is in there. How about that? Going for the two, and they get it. 8 nothing Lions. Yeah, rushing attempt for Jamal Williams. He gets in, and like you said, 8 nothing. It's It's really one of those bizarre games because I think if you looked at the stats, you were like, well, this is going to be a high-scoring affair. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, this this Detroit Lions team who gives up tons of points, uh, and the Colts are actually looking to make it a ball game. Well, as- let me pronounce his name properly now. Sam Ellinger, yes. looking like a quarterback now. Three of nine, make it four of ten, 48 yards. He is finding his stride. They found uh, Pascal down the sideline. So, actually, by the way, another correct pa- pronunciation. If you listen to the Colts, Pascal. Everybody's been calling Pascal for years now. It's Zach (laughs) Pascal. So there you have it. Did you hear about the singer Adele? Yeah. yeah. She says, she goes, you've been mispronouncing my name forever. It's Adele. Interesting. Yeah. So she revealed that for all these years, for 20 years. Isn't that just saying the same name with an English accent? Adele. Adele. I love Adele. My name is pronounced Adele. So everyone in the South has been nailing it, but Adele. all the actually Adele. people don't know this. It's not rich. It's reach. Yes, reach. yes. It's I've been rich. meaning. I've been meaning to correct everyone, but reach. yeah, I Frenched it up. I put a tilde above the I. It's uh, reach. Reach. Yes. Reach. Thank you. Reach Ornberger. Reach. Reach. Reach Ornberger. All right. Well, Sam Ellinger has now got the uh, Colts in the red zone, trailing New England by a score of thirteen and nothing. We haven't talked much about the Pats, but they're sitting at four and four. They get a victory today against the uh, Colts. Mac Jones back at quarterback, playing decently, nothing spectacular. I mean, they just don't have really much offensively. They're just figuring out ways to win games, and this is uh, Belichick, who, by the way, with a win today, will be number two all-time, including playoff victories. Uh, behind Don Shula. Yeah, he tied uh, or he uh, surpassed who was it last George week? George Hallis. Thank you, George yeah, Hallis yeah, yeah. last Papa week. Papa Bear. Papa Bear uh, last week and yeah, he's getting closer and closer to having that title himself. Yeah, it, it's uh, they're a lot like the Commanders this year. You know, you know, strong defense <laughs> and they're finding ways to get the ball downfield offensively. Alright, let's hear a Jets score. Bills show blitz, takes the snap. Carter a run up the middle at the five and the line. Walks into the end zone. That's a Jet touchdown. Terrific drive by the Jets. 
All right, so Jets Radio Network, and they're hanging in. Feels like the Bills have dominated this game, but it's only 14-10. to 10. Bills with the ball and the lead, 23 seconds to go in the first half there. By the way, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Any barbecuing uh, going on? Reesh? Uh, absolutely none. <laughs> absolutely none. <laughs> I'm I'm on the radio more than I'm not. So, yeah, there has been zero barbecuing going on. But want to fire the sucker up around the holidays. Zero. Maybe I'm going to smoke a turkey. I was going to say big plans for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm, I'm already still. The wheels are oh, turning. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you guys could be involved in some of the uh, <laughs> off-the-grill delights. couple of halftime scores. Vikings leading the Commanders 7-3. to Kirk Cousins 13-20, 158 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Dalvin Cook has eight carries for 28 yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson, five catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Offensively, uh, the commanders don't ask. Uh, Taylor Heineke, 6 of 14, 48 yards. Not much going on there. Uh, so the Vikings leading by a score of 7-3. And remember, this is a Vikings team that comes into this game 6-1, and one, mm-hmm. uh, essentially running away right now with the NFC North with the struggles of the Green Bay Packers. Lions aren't doing very much right now. The Bears are struggling along. So Kevin O'Connell in his first year of the Vikings get a victory today, get to 7-1. What is that, like a three-game lead in that division? Yeah, yeah. I mean, comfy, comfy lead for the Vikings. And – Nobody's talking about them because, well, they've been obscure for years now. Uh, they have Kirk Car- Cousins starting for them, so nobody trusts him. But the Vikings are finding ways to win. They've blown out teams. They've won close games. This is a good football team. They're good defensively. They have playmakers at every level of that defense. And then offensively with Cook and Cousins playing well and Jefferson and Thielen, I mean, Everywhere you look, they just brought in Hawkinson in trade. Everywhere you look, they have playmakers at every position that you really need one on the offensive side of the ball, too. This this is a good football team. All right, we are inside 30 seconds to go in the first half. Colts trying to get on the board. Sam Ellinger is forced to run out of bounds, so... Uh, they are facing a fourth down. Probably will settle for a field goal attempt here. By the way, talk about a turnaround. The Raiders had no points last week. Uh, we're right at the half right now. Three seconds to go in the first half. Raiders leading the Jacksonville Jaguars 20-7. to Derek Carr in this game is 16 of 21, 223 yards, two scores, no picks. Devontae Adams, who apparently was not feeling well last week. How about this? Nine targets, nine catches, 146 yards and two touchdowns. What a turnaround for the Raiders passing game today. Yeah, no question about it. All but, what, 60 yards of Derek Carr's passing has gone to Devontae Adams. And this is what Oh, we're... wait a second. The Colts just missed the field goal. Yeah, they did. So it's still a goose egg in New England for the Colts. That Ugh. one shanked. Let's see how the operation looked. Laces out, everything seemed fine, and, and this then thing it's just the, trailed it's, left. It's the old hook. Yeah, yeah, didn't judge the wind, mm. and there it goes. There it goes. He played the draw. He should have played the fade. Frank Reich, uh, who you know all too well, uh, they're looking at his reaction. What do you think is going through his mind right now? He's not happy. I, I mean, you could make the— <laughs> I mean, do you make a change at quarterback? I mean, is Matt Ryan healthy, or are you going to stay with Ellinger? 
I don't know the answer to that question. I, I, it sounded like he was he was nursing an injury, Ryan, a shoulder injury, when they made the change. But Frank Reich said it during the press conference when he announced that Ellinger would be the starting quarterback. He said, this change is unrelated to the injury. I'm changing the starting quarterback. And so he wore it. He said, this is a team decision, and this is what we think is the best for our football program moving forward. All right, let's find out what's trending right now as we got half times across the board. We do have halftime. Muncie, well, it's always a good time to sort of catch your breath, right. get us up to date on everything. Y- yes, and the Baltimore Ravens just tweeted out that tight end Mark Andrews has been officially downgraded to out. He will not travel with the team to New Orleans. So that sucks for my fantasy team. Moving on right now to the halftime games. The Chargers, hey, Austin Eckler scoring his second touchdown of the game. This is his 10th career game where he has a touchdown run and a touchdown catch. And he put the Chargers up 14-10 on the Falcons. The Dolphins are all over the Bears. Their defense to a toggle by Loa. They're doing a little bit of everything to stay on top of the Bears. 21-17 is the score. And in today's episode of Why I Hate Fantasy Football, I'll tell you why. Because I'm playing against Joe Mixon. That is why. And the Bengals are dominated the Panthers 28-0. Joe Mixon has three touchdowns, 15 carries, 113 yards, and three touchdowns. I can't. I'm not playing fantasy football ever again. The Lions are still shutting out the Packers 8-0. Aaron Rodgers has thrown two interceptions in the red zone in this game, the first time in his career that he has done that. The Patriots still shutting out the Colts after missing that field goal. 13-0 is the score. The Bills have a slight lead on the Jets, 14-10 at halftime. Josh Allen has not thrown for a touchdown pass. He has thrown 160, uh, 163 yards, but he has rushed for two touchdowns, five carries, 61 yards, two touchdowns. The Vikings and the Commanders are close when they're at halftime, 7-3. Vikings lead the Commanders and the Raiders, 20-10 against the Jaguars at halftime. You said these stats, but yeah, Derek Carr has thrown for 223 yards, two touchdowns, two touchdowns. Devontae Adams, nine catches, 146 yards, and two touchdowns, very different from last game for sure. Back to you guys. All right, Monsi. By the way, the one game not at the half is this Bengals game. They're leading the Panthers 28 to nothing. Panthers have 32 total yards in the first half of this game. We are inside 10 seconds to go. Joe Burrow looking to add to it, throws in the end zone. And that is a touchdown for the Bengals. So this Joe Mixon again. I quit. Joe Mixon. I quit. Three touchdowns on the ground and now a receiving touchdown. That's four touchdowns I have. By the way, the most touchdowns by any NFL player in the game is six, if you're just curious about that. Who's done that? Uh, Well, Gail Sayers did it back in the day. Dub Jones did it. And Ernie Nevers uh, still holds the record for most points scored in a game by a player. 40. Back in 1929, six touchdowns, four extra points. Anyway, why do I know this stuff? Any, I don't know. Uh, but I think Joe you're a Mixon, broken man. Uh, yeah, I am very much so. <laughs> Joe Mixon, 15 carries, 113 yards, three touchdowns on the ground, four catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown, 34 to nothing, waiting on the extra point. Meanwhile, the talk of the league was P.J. Walker last week for that incredible touchdown pass to D.J. Moore. Uh, P.J. Walker, 3 of 10, 9 yards, 2 picks, and Moore has nothing. 
no receptions. Yeah. DJ Moore. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if it's intentional because they don't trust him to keep his helmet on or <laughs> yeah, by the way, extra point scored. How about thirty five nothing at the half? How's yeah, that go? That is uh that's a rough go after having a near win and mm. then just give it all away last week. Carolina Panthers just sinking deeper and deeper into the hole. But yeah. the Bengals are looking like the team who we thought they were leaving last season as a Super Bowl loser, mm-hmm. uh, but getting all the way to the final matchup of the season. I mean, this is what you come to expect. They're a better than advertised defense. Their offense is absolutely loaded with Burrow and Mixon and 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 uh, Jamar Chase, who by the way is injured. Uh, so they're finding ways to win with Boyd and T. Higgins on the outside. It's um and a whole dose of Joe Mixon. Yeah. Oh, a lot of Joe Mixon. Tons today. Tons today. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in that division. Obviously, it's hotly contested with the uh, with what the Ravens have been able to do this season as well. It's going to come down to the wire. And my argument will be probably whoever's healthiest because that's what it came down to last season. Speaking of division leaders, how about the Tennessee Titans? So last year, somehow they were the number one seed in the AFC. Of course, they went belly up in the playoffs against the Bengals. And they started the year 0-2, and now they've rattled off five straight wins. Now, granted, they haven't beaten any real powerhouses, but they're 5-2 and right now. Last week, they had to use Malik Willis, a rookie at quarterback. He never threw the ball. He just kept handing it off to Derrick Henry, who ran for over 200 yards doing what Derrick Henry does. Not often do you see a 5-2 and team as like a 13-point underdog like they are in Kansas City, but... Can we give a little uh, kudos to Mike Vrabel for holding this team together? I I don't know if there is a coach in this league that gets more out of less than he does with the Tennessee Titans. Well, look, he still has a star in Derrick Henry out of that backfield. Their offensive line, though, looks very different than years past, uh, is still finding ways to open up run lanes for him. And like you said, though, uh, like like you said, he is one of those one of those coaches who can in, in, who players first of all love to play for. You know, you hear this about Pete Carroll a lot. You, you hear this about Mike Vrabel. He's a players coach. Players love to play for him, and he's got talent all over this defense, especially up front, led by Simmons. Uh, but but they're deep and they get after the passer. And I know that the Chiefs are prohibitive favorites in this game uh, in Kansas City today. Uh, but I got to tell you, I mean, never count out the Vikings. Absolutely never count out the Vikings, or excuse me, the Titans, because what they can do better than any team is corral a quarterback in the pocket, and that's where Patrick Mahomes really struggles. He wants to get outside the pocket and create. He wants to try to, you know, find the big play down the middle of the field or when he's scrambling around like his hair's on fire. And, And the Tennessee Titans frustrate him the way they play defense. Ryan Tannehill will be a game-time decision for the Titans. He did make the trip to Kansas City, but he will be a game-time decision whether or not he plays. Meanwhile, it's a broken record with the Bengals. Joe from the pocket, scrambling to the right, looking into the end zone. Burrow throws. Caught! Joe Mixon! Yeah, Bengals Radio Network, total yards in the first half. Bengals 311 Carolina 32. Yeah. 311 to 32. First downs. You ready for first downs? Bengals 21, Panthers 1. Oh, my God. 21 to 1. First downs, total yards, 311 to 32. When you talk about a score 
being deceptive. This halftime score is not <laughs> thirty-five to nothing. Bengals over the Panthers. Passing yards one sixty-four to nine. Gee, that is time of possession absurd. twenty-two minutes to eight. Plus, yep. the Panthers have three turnovers to none for the Bengals. That's about as bad a half as we've seen an NFL team have in a long time. So it was 311 to 22. 32. Give them Excuse, the 10 Okay, more. sorry, sorry. First downs, more. 21 to 1. Oh, my goodness. Twenty uh, Time of possession, 22 to 8. Oh, my goodness. Passing yards, 164 to 9. That is turnovers three for the Panthers, none for the Bengals. I mean, I, honestly, I mean, that's, I don't know if it gets any worse. Yeah, historically, has it ever been worse? I, I doubt it. I, I mean, that is it's tra- it's that hard is, to play that, that bad is the for most that long. Dominated team ever for a half. That's absolutely absurd. What you just said. Okay, well, first downs twenty-one to one. I don't know if anybody took the points in this one. <laughs> Apologies to your pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah. So Carolina showing, I don't know, resilience a week ago, even though they ultimately lost that game to Atlanta, just didn't show up today. No. No, they have not. Who's that? Wilkes is their new coach there? He's the interim coach. Yeah, he's the interim coach after Matt Rule was canned, and uh, it is starting to slip in the direction you figured it would <laughs> right out the gates. But sometimes, look, the Panthers, I think, enjoyed a little bit of that 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 glimmer of hope after mm-hmm. a head coach has been relieved a little bit. Anything of like, he can say at halftime to rally the troops? Uh it can't get any worse. Let's what do you pack say? our bags now. <laughs> Let's get a head start Is on getting to the airport. Is there a rule in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, we Jeez. talked to the refs. We're going running clock in the second half. Wow. Um... Is this uh, Miami game back from break? It is. Third I quarter love this started. game right now. You know, and, and by the way, we mentioned that Justin Fields, they're finally figuring how to use him, right? Yep. He's 11 of 15 passing, 94 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, seven carries, 53 yards. So they're finally figuring out how to use his skill set in a positive sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and you know what? What they're doing is they're planning the offense around Justin Fields for the first time. Yeah. It felt like they were trying to get Fields to fit into an offense for the past year and a half. His entire rookie season uh, uh, with the former head coach and this entire year up until about three games ago where they said, no, 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 we're misusing him. We're going to get him doing the things he's the best at, which is plan QB runs, play action pass. We're going to rely more on our our run game. We're going to mix him into the game plan more and put more trust on his shoulders in terms of carrying this offense, and they've gotten better results. All right, the uh, Chargers have the ball after a turnover. I believe it was either a fumble is my guess right there, the Chargers into Atlanta territory. All right, so we got games underway right now. But wait a second. Somehow the Falcons have the ball back. Okay, I'm 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 looking at one highlight and then I'm looking down here at the scoreboard and no. so what happened no, was No, no, that ball was clean taken out of the hands of of one of the Atlanta Falcons ball carriers, and it was ran across the 50-yard line. I mean... Yeah, so that was the turnover. So the Falcons had the ball in the red zone of the Chargers, and the Chargers get the turnover. So the Chargers get the ball back, leading the Falcons by a score of 14-10. All right, so we have... Okay, it was Khalil Mack recovering the ball, and he runs 43 yards to the 50-yard line. So that's how... 
It was a pass to Drake London. He fumbled the ball. Khalil Mack recovered. It was taken out of his hands. He caught the football, and you should have seen it. I mean, Khalil Mack just straight up grabbed the football and pulled it away from him like a big brother and, you know, taking a Frisbee away from his kid brother. He's had an outstanding year for the Chargers. Khalil Mack, especially with Bosa in and out with injuries. All right, continuing on. Second halves are underway. Eight games around the NFL. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Fox Red Zone Radio, and we've got the plays that you may have missed. Behind a play action, pressure up the middle, slides to his left, chucks one towards the center of the field. There are three Vikings there, and somehow that was caught in between three Vikings by Curtis Samuel at the three-yard line, and he goes into the end zone. Touchdown! Now. Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. That's Big 100 Commanders Radio Network. And just like that, the Commanders have taken a 10-7 lead over the 6-1 Vikings. So, wow. The Washington Commanders showing some heart right now. Welcome back, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the tirerack.com studios we also have this one game that's been wildly entertaining that would be the dolphins and the bears the dolphins scored to take the 28 to 17 lead but the bears have just scored and they got a two-point conversion as well this was a 61 yard justin fields run so we we're just talking about justin fields uh this following a tuatunga vailoa 18-yard touchdown pass to jalen waddle but justin fields runs 61 yards and they add a two-point conversion 28 
28-25. Miami leading the Bears with 11-20 to go in the third quarter. In fact, here was that Miami score. Play action fake. Rolling to his left is Tua. Downfield. A touchdown. Waddle. The fourth touchdown of his season. 18 yards out. And Tua remains nearly perfect in this football game. Dolphins Radio Network, but indeed, Justin Fields answers with that 61-yard run. Yeah, it really – the Bears, what they're doing and accomplishing offensively, you they look like a completely different team. I mean, they really do. You wouldn't have been able to, to, to predict that they would end up having the sort of success that they've enjoyed over the past three se- or three weeks of this season – but they've completely retrofitted this offense to make it match up to Justin Fields' skill set better, and you're seeing him confident. And we were just talking to Daryl Moose Johnston earlier today about the Seahawks. He said that's a confident football team right now, difficult to replicate and hard to stop once it gets rolling. And that's how I feel about the Chicago Bears, especially offensively right now. All right, the Jaguars trailing the Raiders 20-10 to have a second and goal at the Vegas 7-yard line, so try Trevor Lawrence and company trying to get back in this game. And there is a touchdown Jacksonville. There it is right there. Christian Kirk, their free agent acquisition, catches another one on the season. So that puts this score within reach now. Las Vegas still leads the 20-10, third quarter, 10-15 2016 now with that touchdown. So we're pending the extra points. So Vegas has played well in this game. Certainly offensively, Derek Carr throwing for 223 yards, two scores. Devontae Adams has just had a monster game. Nine catches, 156, uh, 46 yards and two scores. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence and you know again we knew that Doug Peterson was going to come in it certainly couldn't be as bad as it was before under Urban Meyer it's not they're getting better uh Trevor Lawrence by the way in this game 15 to 20 140 yards a touchdown he's also run for 54 yards and Christian Kirk now six catches 59 yards and that score let's hear this Bears score Snap is back, looking to throw. Fields jumps up in the pocket. Now he's going to have to keep it himself. He runs. He gets the first down to midfield. Away at the 40. Fields to the 30, to the 20. Can he beat the angle? He does. He finishes in the end zone. Touchdown. WBBM News Radio 780 AM 105.9 FM Bears Radio Network. That is that 61-yard touchdown run by Justin Fields. They add the two-point conversion, 11-20 to go in the third quarter. Miami still leads the Bears 28-25. That has turned out to be our game of the day. Yeah, no question about it. This game, though, in Jacksonville is heating up, and these are two teams that we had high hopes for. I mean, the Las Vegas Raiders getting Josh McDaniels, getting Devontae Adams this offseason, figuring the offense would look even better than it did a season ago has been really poor two and five start on the year looking like it was going to be an easy cruise to a victory today against a two and six Jacksonville Jaguars team who it couldn't have been any worse than it was last season and it is better but still not resulting in wins this season so far all right yes what do we have right now Sam quick update from the Packers Lions game so uh, 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 Jair Alexander picks off uh, Goff and then Aaron Rodgers throws his third red zone interception of the day unbelievable the Packers still have no points uh, and we got 915 to go this is against a Lions team that came in the game 32nd dead last in the league in scoring defense meanwhile the Falcons right now have a third and goal at the Chargers three yard line here Mariota is throwing to the end zone and it's incomplete 
So they're going to have, well, that was the second and goal. So now third and goal for the Falcons at the three-yard line. Chargers lead this game by a score of 14-10. And is it possible that the Panthers may actually score? After the most humiliating <laughs> first half in the history of the NFL, Bengals leading 35 net the other half. Falcons in the end zone. Cordero Patterson for a second rushing score of the day. So that game now has flipped. Oh, Falcons out in front. Cordell Patterson, all those years he was used as a return guy. Yep. And then they finally decided, well, how about making him our every down running back? He's been one of the best in the league the last couple of no years. No doubt. All right. Uh, a lot of things happening. Second half's underway. Eight games around the NFL. Much more to come. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Nine on the play clock. Dropping it's a blitz. Trevor fires right corner of the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk for the score. SWJXLAM 1010 and FM 925 Jaguars Radio Network. So after being down early, big Jaguars coming back. Raiders still lead that game by a score of 20 to 17. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we got a lot of close games going on right now. By the way, the Colts finally scored. It's a field goal. They trail the Patriots by a score of 13-3. to The Panthers did get in the end zone, and so they still trail the Bengals 35-7. to But outside of that game, uh, all these games are really up for grabs right now. I guess the biggest shocker are the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they have no points with seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter against the worst scoring defense in the NFL, that being the Lions. Aaron Rodgers is 13 of 24 with 191 yards. That in itself isn't bad, but three Touchdown, interceptions. Miami Dolphins, they just got into the end zone on a diving mm. reception. Jeff Wilson Jr., fresh off the trade from the San Francisco 49ers, catches the, the short pass to the left down near the goal line, and he dives for the pine line and gets in. So the Miami Dolphins now lead 34-25 if this one counts. And that was a needed score because the Chicago Bears have come back all the way to make this a ball game. That um, is a touchdown. Yeah, Unbelievable like to effort right there to get the touchdown. Uh, Tua Tungabaliloa now is 18 of 23, 270 yards and three touchdowns. Were there people that were doubting whether Tua Tungabaliloa would ever live up to the hype? The guy we knew in the offseason with the new coach, with obviously Tyreek Hill, some new weapons, this was going to be an opportunity for Tua to show that he had what it would take to become a, an elite quarterback potentially in this league, and obviously he has done just that despite the injuries that he oh, there, suffered and missed a couple of games. There were real concerns about a couple of things. Tua's health, obviously, yes, but still a concern. But then, but then also you look at you know some of the passes that he threw and some of the ways that they protected him through the early portion of his career he didn't throw it out to the sideline all that much you know what i mean he was accurate between the numbers on the football field but it was a little bit of a struggle for him through the first two seasons i think what we can say with some certainty now is 
the NFL in general moves on from young quarterbacks probably too quickly. And since the Dolphins have stuck with it with Tua, they're yielding some results now. Same thing with the Eagles. Same thing, obviously, with Justin Fields. It's starting to come around now for Chicago. Well, Tyreek Hill today, six catches, 127 yards and a touchdown. That's only 21 yards a catch. And then you get Jalen Waddle, five catches, 85 yards and a touchdown. That's 17 yards of reception. Last year as a rookie, Jalen Waddle had over 100 catches and he averaged less than 10 yards a catch. A, a they were bit. not throwing the ball down the field with Tyree Kill in that lineup. It just changes the whole dynamic of their offense. A little bit of the secret sauce also, and I talked about this years ago when some of these guys were drafted, but is bringing in guys who that these quarterbacks are familiar with from their college playing days. Waddle with Tua, Devontae Smith with J- Jalen Hurts, a Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow. You, you get to see you know, an, an automatic chemistry for some of these guys who are former teammates when they were having success carry over into the NFL. All right, uh, who's on the roll right now? How about the Jets? So the Bills are leading the Jets 14-10, 7.44 to go in the third quarter, but the Jets right now are in the red zone. Did the Jets actually take the lead here against the Buffalo Bills? This has been a bizarre game. The spider cam, you know, the Skyview camera actually broke a wire and was hanging down. So it's been delayed for a while. Third quarter, seven minutes left. They try to flip it out to Carter there for an outside run. He gets snuffed. Yeah, they got third and seven right now at the Buffalo or third and six at the 18-yard line. So third and six for the Jets. But again, it just feels like the Bills have dominated this game and the Jets are hanging in there right now, trailing by a score of 14-10. to 10. Uh, Also, the Bengals, after giving up a Panthers touchdown, they're right back at it uh, as they are now in the red zone, first and 10, uh, leading Carolina by a score of 35-7. to 7. Uh, By the way, that Miami extra point was good. So 35-25 now, Miami Dolphins leading the Bears uh, as we are now six minutes to go in the third quarterback. All right. Yes, Sam, what do you got now? Well, it's a little bit of a moot point now, but would you guys like to hear a Baker Mayfield Carolina Panthers touchdown? Well, 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 that's a name we haven't heard in a while. Let's hear it. Shy Smith in the slot. Shotgun snap. Baker fires over the middle end zone it is caught for a touchdown by tommy trimble wow okay so that's 99.7 the fox panthers radio network we were asking uh what was coach wilkes going to do at halftime how about bench pj walker so they put baker mayfield in and he's already completed more passes in a couple of minutes than pj walker did in the whole first half so baker mayfield and the panthers Trailing by a score of 35-7. to Lee, what do you got going on right now? Guess who just had their fifth touchdown today? Joe Mixon gets in the end zone for the Cincinnati Bengals. I can't believe it. This Uh, team is on fire right now. All right, I want to uh, make sure that I get this right. Now, I mentioned most touchdowns in a game uh, by an NFL player is Kamara also did it. That's right. So Alvin Kamara, Gale Sayers, Dub Jones, all had six touchdowns in a game along with Ernie Nevers. Those are the four players in NFL history that have scored six touchdowns in a game, and Joe Mixon now has five. And we got a lot of game left. 
I was just saying, guys, no Jamar Chase too, and like they, you know, it's like they they don't skip really a need against this Carolina team right no, now. But um, we, we were thinking, you know, a week ago with Jamar Chase being out, how would it affect this Bengals team? Well, T. Yeah. Higgins has seven catches. Ooh, Tyler Board has twice guys, but uh, Joe Mixon's having a day. Nineteen carries, one hundred forty-three yards, four touchdowns on the ground. He has four catches, fifty-eight yards, and a score. So that's two hundred and one yards from scrimmage and five touchdowns. Yeah, this last drive, eleven plays, seventy-five yards, six minutes ticked off the clock there so the Bengals they are dominating the Panthers in every possible way the question is and the question remains can Baker lead them all the way back from down 35 in the fourth quarter I have some belief here by the way speaking of coming all the way back the Jaguars <laughs> right now have a first and 10 at the Vegas 14 yard line so the Raiders got off to that terrific start and now the Jags down 20 to 17 are in a position to take the lead or at least tie this game against the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders, their struggles continue. I mean, they've lost all the close games virtually that they've played in this season. Josh McDaniels and this Raiders team, they're just not closers. You have to be closers in the NFL. Because, again, we talked about this earlier, no style points. You just need Ws. Here's the Dolphins' latest score. Two out of the shotgun, back to throw, looking, fires. He's got Wilson, who dives for the end zone, touchdown. And we, oh, oh, Dolphins Radio Network right there. Yeah, 35-25 uh, Dolphins. We saw something in this Detroit uh, Packers game we haven't seen all day long. Aaron Rodgers threw the football, and it wasn't intercepted. He found number 13, Alan Lazard, in the end zone. And so the Packers are finally on the board. They trail 8-6. Do you well, go they... for two here to tie the game, or do you just take the one point? I think you got to go for two, right? What do you have to lose? You are playing absolutely awful football on the road you need something to sort of spurn this team into some level of confidence and it looks like the offense for now is staying on the field Aaron Rodgers he's had a right thumb injury he's just been playing through he's been wearing a splint on his thumb for about the past four games he's been clutching his hand it might be his left hand, but it, one of his hands is bothering him. We'll see if that has any effect on the game here in the waning moments of, of the second half. Uh, Lee Lap, our resident Packer fan. Lee, when is the last time he threw three interceptions in a game? I mean, he had like four for a season. The two-point conversion, by the way, is no good. So the Lions still lead the Packers by a score of 8-6. to six. Yeah, looking for Lazard again. Uh, Jeff Akuda on the coverage, knocks the ball away. Aaron Rodgers looks distraught. So it will be Lions football after the kickoff. They lead by two in Detroit. All right, so we are rolling along here with a lot of games that are going to come down to the stretch. Get a sense. We got Whoa. some exciting finishes coming up. for you, by the way. Josh, last time he had three interceptions. What was that? 2017, December 2017. 2017, the last time that Aaron Rodgers threw three interceptions in a game. Yeah, Josh Allen just threw his second interception in the game, this time to Sauce Gardner. It was Whitehead earlier in this one, so the second turnover of the day, second interception of the day for Josh Allen. The Bills still lead 14-10 in New York, but the Jets, man, they're playing inspired. Well, and with the interception, the Jets now have a first and 10 in the red zone of the Bills, still trailing that game by a score of 14-10. All right, let's hear that Bengals' latest score. Burrow takes the snap, gives to Mixon, bouncing it wide to the left. Penalty flag down, he's at the 10, 5, into the end zone for what could be his fifth touchdown. 
A 15-yard run for Joe Mixon, who has just set the Bengals' single-game record with five touchdowns in a game, and we still have nearly 20 minutes to play. All right, that was Bengals Radio Network, 42-7. to All right, in the Jets game, what happened here? So they run a double reverse, and all of a sudden you see Zach Wilson. It looked like a double reverse pass, and while they were trying to set up the pass, um... Wilson, the receiver, was motioning to Wilson, the quarterback, no, just keep going, just just run, and then he dropped the football because he was waving it around. And his helmet flew off. What the heck is going on? Get your helmet on straight. That is dangerous because <laughs> he was diving to recover his own fumble, which he did. So Garrett, You got Bills players diving with their helmets on. He could have been knocked out. Yeah, so Garrett Wilson gets a fumble but recovers his own and, oh, my goodness. I mean, this is just one of those games. I mean, both of these teams have made mistakes. That one wasn't costly for the Jets in the red zone. They recover, and they face a second and three down by, what, the 10-yard line now. All right. By the way, the Patriots have added a field goal. They now lead the Colts by a score of 16-3, to 4-17 to go uh, in the third quarter there. The Colts are showing no resistance. And meanwhile, we got this third and one right now for the Jaguars. They're at the Vegas five-yard line looking to take the lead. Raiders are up early big, but right now it's 20-17 to 17 Raiders, and we are going to the fourth quarter. All right, we continue on. we got some exciting Oh, my finishes. goodness. Is that a touchdown? Is that a touchdown? A one-handed no, grab by Garrett out. Wilson? He was out. Oh, that was a gorgeous catch. It was a great one-handed catch, but he was out. All right, we continue on. Uh, by the way, Jacksonville has gotten into the end zone right there. ETN with the uh, touchdown there. So Jacksonville wow. has come all the way back. Wow. A five-yard touchdown run by uh, ETN. And the uh, Jaguars take a 23-20 to lead, penning the extra point. All right, a lot of excitement Woo. going on right now. Keep it here. Much more to come. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw. Rushed, he lost it upside. And it's caught in the end zone for a touchdown. Alan Lazard with a great catch, and he completes the process. Beating Jeff Okuda. The Packers are on the board. Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. All right, 97-3 the game, WRNW, Packers Radio Network. Packers finally scored a touchdown, two-point conversion to tie the game, failed. We're at the end of the third quarter right now, and the Lions lead yeah. the Packers by a score of 8-6. to six. Welcome back to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios, and the Washington Commanders Yeah, they now are- lead by... By 16 to 7. Yeah, wow. 16 to 7. Dax Milne with a whip route reception dives into the front pylon and he ends up getting in there. So Heineke having a day. They uh this is the Kirk Cousins revenge game. You know, it comes up ever so often on the uh schedule. And right now, Kirk and this Minnesota Vikings offense have only been able to muster seven points. But yeah, this uh with the ensuing extra point. 
Washington could take a 10-point lead here in the fourth quarter. Well, that's just one of the touched, uh, one of the potential upsets today. Commanders leading a 6-1 and Vikings team. The Jets are leading the Bills 17-14. to Here was that Jets score. First and goal at the 7. Back to throw Zach Wilson. Screen right. Caught Robinson at the 10, at the 5. Reaches the ball out. He's across the goal line. That's a Jet touchdown. Jets Radio Network. Can you believe it? 51 seconds to go in the third quarter, and the Jets are leading the Bills 17 to 14. Meanwhile, Jacksonville has come all the way back against the Raiders. They snap it quickly, pitch it to the right. This is ATN inside the five, into the end zone. Touchdown! A touchdown run by Travis ETN, and Jacksonville has taken the lead. WJXL AM 1010 and FM 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network. So the Raiders were up 17-0 rich, and now they trail the Jags 24-20 inside 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We have a Detroit Lions offensive series that has now gotten inside the five-yard line of the Packers. Jared Goff dropping back on third and goal here. End looking zone, to the end zone touchdown! And he scores. And so they now lead by eight in Detroit over the Packers. And it's James Mitchell on the receiving end of that touchdown pass from Jared Goff. Look, I don't know what to expect in the fourth quarter, but early on we're seeing some scoring, and we couldn't say that in the first half. Well, we were talking about the Packers' situation uh, and Aaron Rodgers in particular. He's already thrown three interceptions today. He hadn't done that in a game in five years. And the Packers came into this game on a four-game losing streak. Yeah. When's the last time Aaron Rodgers lost five straight games? I don't think it's happened. I'm not even 100% sure that he's lost four in a row as a starting quarterback. So this is a little bit of... They did have that one losing season a couple years ago. Yeah, but he got hurt with a collarbone. Yeah, I'm going to have to check this one out. But uh, Packers are staring at a possible fifth straight loss with the Lions adding the extra point, leading the Packers 15-6 to just starting that fourth quarter. So obviously plenty of time for Aaron Rodgers. But wow, Uh, (laughs) you know, you go on the road against the Lions, you feel like, all right, we got to get things right. And uh, hold on, we've got uh, the latest from the Packer insider, Lee DeLapp, our producer. Give us the last time the Packers lost five in a row. Well, I'll I'll start here. Last time they lost four in a row was 2016, and Rodgers has actually lost five in a row. It was his uh, first year as a starter in 2008. 2008. That is a long time ago. That was a long time ago. I put it this way. Uh, George W. Bush was still president uh, in 2008. So I, I was uh, I was getting ready for a Rose Bowl campaign with the <laughs> Nittany Lions. Justin Fields just racked off another 15-yard run mm. on a bootleg pass that he decided to tuck and take himself. So now the Chicago Bears, who are trailing 10 points at home against Miami Dolphins' 35-25 ball game, are in the red zone again. This game has turned into a score fest. All right, Chargers-Falcons. Falcons leading the Chargers 17 17- to 14 inside 10 minutes to go in the fourth and the Chargers have a third and three they are at the Atlanta 37 yard line right now so 9 14 the clock is ticking Chargers have been able to get it done without a bunch of offensive weapons Mike Williams out Keenan Allen out uh, Justin Herbert 21 to 32 just 164 yards passing one touchdown one pick and they are going to be short of a first down oh oh but Austin Eckler thinks he hadn't been tackled or brought to the ground 
and brings it all the way to the end zone, and they are marking it a score. Okay, what happened here? He so got he got flung to the ground, but no, he watch, says, watch the the defender rolled. He kept on top of him as he was brought down. That is a touchdown as called on that the field. That is an insane play. So let's watch the replay. A little out pass that was well short of the first down. Austin Eckler. He never touched the ground with his knee. He got back well, no, to his did feet. Did his butt no. touch the ground? No, he was bridging off of the off of the defender. Watch, watch this. Watch right now. Watch the replay. His knee never touched. His and knee never touched. That is unbelievable by Eckler. That's an incredible play. What insane You'll awareness. You'll be watching this highlight over and over again. He gets flung around, but his knee, his butt, nothing ever hits the ground. His body rolled over the defender. He continued on to the end zone. Eckler with his third touchdown of the day. He is having a day, and the Chargers take the lead. They're reviewing the play right now, but the replay clearly showed that no part of his knee, butt, or any other part of his body hit the ground. That was absolutely absurd body control. Uh, I you you just don't you just don't see a lot of players make a play that impactful. I mean, think about it. This team is trailing by three right now. That is a pass on third down. Wait a second, tackled. they are ruling it down. It's fourth down. They're well, saying no, they they're took still the touch. reviewing it. They're still no, it's, it's fourth down. They're, they're, they took this back? They took it back. They, they said they the elbow. The elbow the down. That was the, right there. The, yeah, okay. There's the elbow. Wow. So it's fourth down. So the touchdown is taken off the board. By the way, Charlotte's Web is the world's most trusted hemp extract founded to serve wellness seekers looking for safe, clean, and natural options. It's the number one CBD brand on the market. Go to charlottesweb.com. Use the promo code SPORTS15 for 15% off your order. That's charlottesweb.com. Not available in Idaho or South Dakota. The Chargers go for it on fourth down, and they get the first down. They get the first down, so no touchdown, but on fourth down, they go for it and get the first down. All right, let's hear the commander's latest score. Play action Robinson. He stays back to block. Heideke pumps, throws, fights Dax Milne, dives for the pylon. Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! Big 100, Commanders Radio Network. So the Commanders, uh, big surprise team today, that is for sure, as they have now taken a 17-7 lead over the Vikings. All right, let's find out what is trending right now as we welcome back Monsi with all yeah. the latest on the uh, some exciting games going yeah, on right there now. There are some exciting games, but I mean, what's trending? I don't want to talk about them because I'm playing against him. Joe Mixon single-handedly is killing the Panthers. Five touchdowns in this game. Absolutely incredible. The Bengals are dominating, killing the Panthers 42-7, to and we still have a whole fourth quarter. If he scores again, guys, you're going to hear me scream from this studio <laughs> where I'm soundproof and you're soundproof, you're going to hear it. Just so you know. So when you hear it, you're like, oh, he's to six touchdown. Okay, good to know. Good to know. The Chargers are knocking at the door. That was a crazy play by Austin Eckler. Really, I couldn't tell that his elbow hit the floor, but it did look like it hit the floor. But amazing balance to stay upright and continue.
continue towards the end zone. Obviously, they didn't call it a touchdown. So the Chargers are still knocking on the door to see if they can take the lead against the Falcons, who are up by a field goal. 17-14 is the score halfway through the fourth quarter. The Dolphins are beating the Bears also by a field goal, but the Bears just scored, so they're inching closer. Uh, the Dolphins are still up 35-32 early in the fourth quarter as well. Packers. Everybody on the Packers team is hurt. Everybody has gone back to the locker room. Everybody is struggling with the Packers. It is not just Aaron Rodgers who has thrown three interceptions. They are losing to the Lions 15-6 very early in the fourth quarter. Patriots all over the Colts this whole game. Low scoring, but hey, that's, that doesn't matter. The score is 16-3. to 13 minutes to go in the game. The Bills and the Jets. Surprised about this one. We are tied at this game. 17 apiece early in the fourth quarter. Josh Allen has thrown two interceptions in this game as well. We've got the Commanders up on the Vikings. 17-7. The Vikings scored very early on and then they haven't done anything. And they are losing by 10. 17-7 with 12 and a half minutes to go in the game. The Jaguars have taken the lead against the Raiders. 24-20 is the score. Nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Derek Carr having a pretty good game. Thrown for 248 yards and two touchdowns. But they are losing by four to the Jaguars. Plenty of game left. Back to you guys. All right, Monty. We got four one-score games going on right now. The yeah. eight games. So we got some exciting finishes coming up. Here was the Lions' latest score. Goff empty out of the gun. He's got it back. Looks, 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 looks. Throws end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. James Mitchell. Hey, rookie. Welcome to Detroit. That's your first NFL touchdown. WXYT FM 97.1, the ticket, Lions Radio Network. Lions still lead the Packers 15-6. Packers have the ball right now, 14-20 to go in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Bears answer back again. Field Singled up to the left side, Equimedia St. Brown, tight ends. Right side of the line, he takes and turns. Play fake, looking to throw, right side. Got him for the touchdown! Into the end zone, Cole Comet. Short toss, four yards, touchdown Bears! WBBM News Radio 7880 AM 105.9 FM Bears Radio Network. Dolphins lead the Bears 35 to 32. Just want to update the quarterbacks in this game. Tua Tunga Vailoa 20 to 26, 293 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Justin Fields 15 of 22, 119 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. He also has 11 carries for 147 yards and a touchdown. That was a 61-yard uh, touchdown run. So this has been the game of the day, back and forth. Dolphins still lead the Bears 35-32. The Chargers have kicked a field goal. So they have tied up this game with the Falcons, 17-all. We got five and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The Bills got a field goal to tie up their game with the Jets, 13-33 to go. We've got games going on, Reach. Yeah, there is upset alert everywhere you look. Washington leading by 10 against Minnesota Vikings. The Detroit Lions leading the Green Bay Packers, 15-6. Like you said, tie ball game, Jets, Bills, uh, Falcons, Chargers, both, both of those have upset special written all over them. The Bears right now, they are in striking distance, trailing by three at home against Miami Dolphins 35-32 ball game and Jacksonville. Uh, they are leading right now against Las Vegas. The only team that was favored coming into the morning that's in control of their game right now, 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, is New England who's leading 16-3 over the Indianapolis Colts. New England just kicked a field goal, so it's now 19-3. 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The Patriots totally in charge against that Colts team. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, this is what we've been looking for are these exciting finishes, and we're going to get that. So the Jets right now, 17-all, 13-33 to go and in the Tyler fourth quarter. Bass just kicked it out of bounds, so they get tremendous field position on their, their drive coming back from the Bills' field goal. All right, so uh, the Jets now have the ball. At the 42-yard, their own 42-yard line. So you mentioned that, a third and eight, uh, and trying to take advantage. Meanwhile, the Dolphins have the ball back. I mean, this is back and forth with the Bears. Who could have imagined we were going to have this kind of scoring in this game? Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Go on. Stop Go the presses. Go on, Baker Carolina, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I believe Carolina has just gotten on the uh, scoreboard again uh, as they are still trailing 42 to 14, but, yeah, Baker Mayfield, who uh, took over for the bench, P.J. Walker at halftime, his second touchdown pass of the second half, this to uh, Terrace Marshall. And, uh, yeah, he's 11 of 15, 111 yards, two touchdowns, no picks Yep, in the second half. Extra uh, point is good. 42 so. to 14, Cincinnati uh, leading Carolina. By the way, Joe Mixon, the story today, 22 carries, 153 yards, four touchdowns on the ground. He has one receiving as well. He is one touchdown shy of the record. Most touchdowns in an NFL game, four players have done it. Six touchdowns. Mixon still has plenty of time. Yeah, just uh, just punching it into the end zone, looking for the knockout shot against the Carolina Panthers. They lead 42-14 in Cincinnati today. How about Mike McDaniel, though? I'll, I'll say this about the rookie head coach. Controversy over the issues with Tua Tungvaloa and how he came back quickly after one concussion leading to the next on Thursday night. As a matter of fact, against the Cincinnati Bengals, we were just talking about them. But they've found a way to get healthy, to get right. They have a 5-3 and three record right now. They share a division with the Bills, so it looks like it most likely will be a wild-card berth this postseason. But um, I'm impressed, man. Mike McDaniel is the real deal. Absolutely. I, and and then he was a big question mark, just how much impact did he have on that 49er offense? Was he just sort of you know hanging around with Kyle Shannon? And this offense of the Dolphins looks completely different this year with Mike McDaniel. By the way, I mentioned we had four one-score gains. Make it five because the Vikings have just kicked a field goal. They now trail the Commanders 17-10 to with 10.46 to go in the fourth quarter. So outside of the Patriots, they're leading 19-3. to uh, The blowout of the Bengals over the Panthers 42-14. to And yeah, the Lions leading the Packers 15-6. to By the way, the Packers are driving right now. They have a first down at the Detroit 34-yard line. It's not like Aaron Rodgers is going to roll over and play dead in what has been a horrific day for Rodgers and the Packers today against the worst-scoring defense in the NFL. So uh, Lita Lap has got his arms crossed. Lee, do we have an update? <laughs> He's pacing the, like uh, an expecting father. All right, so give us an update. I see a, a second and four at the 28-yard line. Is that right? Yes, finally playing with some urgency, little uh, high-tempo offense. Uh, they are missing Aaron Jones. Uh, we've mentioned that before, that a lot of players, especially on the O-line, are, are missing from this. Uh, this offensive attack. Hey, they score now. You're playing the Lions. You're still in it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so the Packers down 15-6. to six. The Lions, interestingly, went for a two-point conversion when they scored their first touchdown, were successful. Packers tried to match that two-point conversion, were unsuccessful. Lions added a touchdown, so that's how we got into 15-6. to six. So right now, a second and four for the Packers. They're at the Lions' 28-yard line. 
you know, we've been talking a lot about Dan Campbell and, by the way, first down for the Packers. You know, and, and everyone likes this guy. He's won a total of four games. Right. In two-plus season, two and a, and a year and a half as the head coach of the Lions. Obviously, a win today would be a huge one for him. Uh, but if they were to lose this game, I don't know. Well, here's what I, I think. I think he'll be the head coach until the end of the season unless there's a real reason to get rid of him. But I agree with you. I think if the results continue to mimic what they have been, I mean, how much longer do you stick it out with Dan Campbell? You could be, like you said, as great of a guy as you want to be, but at some point, you know, the results are the results, and the results have not proven to yield wins yet in Detroit. All right, so Green Bay now with a first and 10 at the Detroit 21-yard line. Meanwhile, the Dolphins leading the Bears 35-32, 8.41 to go in the fourth quarter, have a fourth and one at Chicago's 14-yard line. Mike McDaniel will definitely go for it here. Why not? Uh, the Bears' defense has shown very little resilience against a Miami team that has five touchdowns already in this game. So they will go for it on fourth and one at the Bears' 14-yard line. Uh, by the way, Tuatunga Vailoa already has thrown for 302 yards, and now Miami is going to call a timeout. Smart move. 302 yards passing for Tua, uh, three touchdowns, no picks. Tyreek Hill. See a difference maker? Seven catches, 143 yards, and a score in this game. Well, and also just remember, Jeff Wilson Jr. just got off of the plane from the 49ers and has nine carries for 51 yards today. I mean, he's been a big part of what's made this offense go for the Miami Dolphins today. Two catches, 23 yards. So he's responsible for 70-plus yards from scrimmage and and has barely you know, gotten the opportunity to, to, to you know, get all the names of the offensive players he's playing with you know it's it's Mike McDaniel has a lot of that Kyle Shanahan match uh, magic remember what happened with McCaffrey he goes from Carolina to the 49ers and he rushes for one he he catches for one he passes for one in his opening salvo as a 49er it feels like the McDaniel offense is is just as easily adaptable to new faces on this team well as if it can't get worse for the Packers uh they just got called for an offense Offensive pass interference. Yikes. Uh, on Lazard. So that moved the ball back first and 20 at the Detroit 31 yard line. Just saw an incomplete pass. Meanwhile, oh. on fourth down, Tua's pass bounces and the Bears will take over. Yeah, looks 750 like. 7.50 to go. Bad pass by Tua, open receiver, but. He bounced it. Yeah, he was looking or targeting Mike Gusecki, I think it was. Well, he was. Actually, he no, was, it wasn't Gusecki. It was the other tight end. He was a left-handed quarterback rolling right, throwing across his body, and he just threw a bad pass. Yeah. I mean, that was, wow. All right, uh, we are rolling to the finish line here. We got a lot of exciting games going on. Don't go anywhere. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Cousins, shotgun, Dalvin to his left, takes the snap. Cousins throwing a fade to Dalvin in the end zone. And he caught it! Back left to the end zone! Touchdown! Way to go, Dalvin! Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. 
All right, so that's KFAM, Minneapolis, and the Vikings Radio Network. Welcome back to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios. We have one, two, three games all tied at 17. Bills, Jets, 17-17. Vikings, Commanders, 17-17. Chargers, Falcons, 17-17. We have two other one-score games. Jaguars leading the Raiders 24-20. And the Packers get a field goal. They still trail the Lions by a score of 15-9. And, oh, I forgot the other game. Dolphins, Bears, 35-32. So we really only have two games right now that are essentially over. And that would be the Bengals leading the Panthers 42-14, 2-20 to go there and then the Patriots leading the Colts 19 to 3 with five minutes going the fourth the other six games up for grabs right now yeah uh, we got Jacksonville in the red zone right now and uh, looking to see if they can add to this score here against the Las Vegas Raiders who again had a 17 point lead at one point in this game Devonte Adams was absolutely gone off and they've only scored three since Jacksonville, on the other hand, has come all the way back and now leading this game and facing a third down against the Raiders' defense. Yeah, Devontae Adams, who had nine catches in the first half, has one in the second half. So the Jacksonville Jaguars made some adjustments, and the Raiders' offense has been silenced. Meanwhile, the Bears uh, taken over after the errant pass on fourth and one by Tua Tungavailoa. We got 3.15 to go in the fourth quarter, and they're going to have to punt because they got a fourth and 14 right now at their own 39-yard line. Yeah, huge play in this one. Melvin Ingram, Dolphins pass rusher, was able to get a sack on second down against Justin Fields, and so that's what forced them backwards. A quick pass out to the sideline, incomplete on third down. So, yeah, like you said, the Bears have to punt it to the Dolphins, who control this game right now, 35-32. All right, Commanders are going to have to punt the ball away. Uh, they have a 4th and 15 at their own 20-yard line, so the Vikings have come back in this game. They were down 17-7. to It's now tied at 17. The Jets and the Bills, and the Jets have a 2nd and 1 at the Buffalo 38-yard line right now. We are inside the 5-minute mark. It has not been a great day for Josh Allen Huge today. Run. 17 of 31, 187 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. He has run for a couple of touchdowns and 86 yards, but the Jets rattle off a nice run right there. Yeah, Carter again, he's been the feature back of this offense all day long. Just got about a 15-yard carry on the short yardage play there, and we got a down Bills defender as we speak. So 3.58 left in this game. Jets have a first and 10 inside of the Buffalo Bills 25-yard line and don't have a name on which defender it is, but somebody got rattled at the end of that play. All right, the game we're focused on right now, inside a minute to go in the fourth quarter, and the Chargers uh, are tied with the Falcons 17-all. They're at third and four at the Atlanta 22-yard line. All right, Rich, what do you do here? Obviously, you want to run clock. You may you want to have a walk-off game-winning field goal to win this right now. Third and four, 46 seconds to go. Chargers and Falcons tied. And by the way, if the Chargers win this game, it only solidifies their position right now as a wild card team in the AFC. So here we go. It is third and four, 46 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Justin Herbert hands the ball off to Eckler. Boy, he runs hard. The ball's out, and the Falcons just picked it up, and they're going the other way with it. And they fumble the ball. It's recovered by the Chargers. 
Wow. So if it well, it looked like second, Eckler though. was down. By the way, I thought Eckler was down. I he, he, so he didn't. It looked he didn't like make the ground. Re- yeah. It looked like the ground caused the the caused the fumble. Yeah. So if that's the case, then I would say the Chargers are facing fourth down and probably one. Yeah, I think they one. are ruling he was down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, like you said, tie ball game here. Thirty-four seconds left in the match, and you got a fourth and one. What do you want to do here, especially after? Uh, that ball's whoa, out. Whoa, that ball's whoa, out. Whoa. Now the question: That ball is loose when his that ball ball's hits. out. If that's the case, then the fumble run would move the ball all the way back. I don't know exactly. So what happened was the fumble was recovered by Atlanta. They ran the ball, and then the defender dropped the ball, recovered by the Chargers. Oh, but, wait, is his knee down, though? Gosh, this, there's so many angles. But is the ball angles. loose? The ball's already loose. I don't think it was loose when his knee touched. Uh, it's close. It's close, but I don't think the ball was loose yet. All I think right. he had it firmly within his grasp, which, by the way, for that to be that close, good job by the officials letting the play go. Where the does the ball place. goes loose? It's hard to tell, right? So there's the knee. Oh, but boy, balls, that's, balls already balls loose. loose. Yeah, balls loose. Okay. Evans got a hand on it from the linebacking position for the the Falcons, and if boy. all right, well, let's keep it right here on this game. Booth so they review. did. They moved the ball back to the 43 yard line on the return. Wow. So yeah, whoever scooped it for the Falcons just flat out dropped it on the sideline within the field of play. The Chargers recovered it, but it'll be all the way back, well within their own territory. Yeah. So that would make it a fourth and a mile and uh, a 60 yard field goal attempt. Neither desirable. For the Chargers, 34 seconds left in the clock. They are still reviewing that play, but they ruled it a fumble recovered, fumble recovered. Meanwhile, the Jets right now at the third and five, 210 to go in a tie game against the Bills, and a pass is complete. Nice pass. By Zach Wilson right there. First down, first and goal for the Jets. And we have hit the two-minute warning in that game against the Bills. Wow. Yeah. And that could have been way worse for the Bills because that would have been a headshot had uh, Mims been contacted by the defender. That would have been one of those crown-to-crown contact situations. Uh, what do you got, Lee? Well, we have the uh, Packers right now have the ball at their own 43-yard line. Two-minute warning, Packers trailing the Lions by a score of 15-9. So they're still reviewing this play that has a major bearing on this Chargers-Falcons game. If the Chargers get the call reversed, they will have a gimme field goal to take the lead. If not, they got fourth and a mile and no chance at a field goal. Yeah, this has been a very bizarre game in Atlanta, and they are, yeah, still reviewing. Still reviewing for the result of that review and much more. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Snap good. Hold good. Kick is up. It is good. Cameron Dicker for the win. Go Chargers. Go. That is KYSR 98.7, the Chargers radio network. So after all the commotion with the fumble and the lost yardage, I kept forgetting the fact that because 
the Falcons returned the ball and then re-fumbled the ball. It was a first down for the Chargers. Justin Herbert, big pass play, put him in field goal position, and the Chargers finish it off. So the Chargers get the 20-17 to victory over the Falcons, improving their record to 5-3 and three on the season. Once again, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Wow. All right. The wow. Jets have gotten a field goal to take a 20-17 to 17 lead <clears throat> Look at this over the Buffalo Bills. Josh, Josh Allen just threw to Stefan Diggs. I don't know if he's inbounds. Did but he get both feet down? One for sure. We got a flag on the play. It's holding against Buffalo. So either way, it's negated. They lose 10 yards. But look at that pass. Look at that catch. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. By the way, the Bears failed on a fourth down play. So the Dolphins took over. They lead the Bears 35-32. to They have a fourth and 14 at the Bears' 46-yard line. 37 seconds left no, in that game. That game's over. They're walking out to midfield. All right. So they yeah. are off. Miami beats uh, the Bears 35-32. That game is done. Bills right now off of their own 15-yard line. Again, trailing by three against New New York. And Josh Allen going to work. They're about to get this first down. Oh, All right. So the Vikings right now have a first and goal at the Washington two-yard line inside two minutes to go. That game is tied at 17. And the Packers down 15 to 9 have the ball at the Detroit 46-yard line, 125 to go in the fourth quarter. So several big games. What happened there with the Bills? That looked like a fumble by Josh Allen recovered by the Bills. And the Vikings, by the way, are knocking on the door too. Fourth quarter, 148 left on the clock. The ball was knocked out of Josh Allen's hands on a throw. The Bills did recover, but all the way back. Hang on. We got to get to the goal line here. So Kirk Cousins in this Vikings offense, they're right down at the goal line, knocking on the door. And they're looking at a second and goal right now. All right. So the Bills right now are... Facing a third and 21 incomplete fourth down now. 33 seconds to go. The Jets are in great shape. 20 to 17 Jets. 33 seconds to play. Fourth and 21 coming up for the Bills deep in their own territory. Meanwhile, the Packers are down to the 17-yard line of the Lions. First down, 55 seconds to go. Packers down by six in this game. Where, where's Lurs lead a lap? What's happening there, Lee? That ball came out. Did the Lions just recover that? No. Yes, that's what they're calling right now, and they're reviewing it. So, yeah, blown coverage. Packers get a huge play, fumbles it because he gets back up off the ground. Then the ball's going towards the sideline. Defender lands on it, but he was simultaneously going out of bounds. That's what they're looking at okay, right now. Okay, so that, that actually was reviewed, and now the Packers have the ball. It's first and ten. Yeah, because I threw a, I saw a pass thrown yeah. in the end zone that was incomplete. Yeah, they just they, they so they get boy. I'll tell you what, they may have missed that call. That looked like Lions football the whole way. But right now it's second and ten. Green Bay looking at another shot at the end zone, trailing fifteen to nine in Detroit. One other game not over. The Jaguars settled for a field goal. 27-20 Jaguars over the Raiders. Raiders will get the ball with a minute three to go, trailing by seven. So they have a long way to go, but they still are breathing barely in a game they once led seventeen to nothing. 
Uh, all right, so we are looking now at the third and goal for the Vikings right now. Uh, again, still 148 to go in the fourth quarter, so if they do get a field goal, uh, the commanders uh, would still have time to come back. Uh, Packers, that's our focus right now. Third and 10 at the 17-yard line of Detroit. Wait, hang on. So we have the fourth and 21 play from the Bills. Deep downfield, Josh Allen looking for Gabe Davis. Ball gets knocked loose. No flag on the Game play. over. Jets win 20-17, to hosting the Buffalo Bills. And Sauce Gardner is doing snow angels. There's no snow in New York, not yet. But that is a win for the Jets. They advance to 6-3 and three on the season. All right, what is happening, Lee? I need to update on that Packers-Lions game right now. Give Give me an update. Dropped pass in the end zone, had it, ball knocked it loose with the defender on top. That of means him. we have a fourth and 10 now for the Packers wow. at the 17 yard line with 46 seconds left. And Can we Kirk get one Cousins of these TVs switch to that game? Just got sacked on a third and goal play. Tie ball game in Washington, 17 all, and Kirk just takes the sack. So they're able to stop the clock, are they? The clock is still ticking. Maybe they're going to let more time come off before they put the field goal unit yeah, on. Yeah, they want to run down this clock. Yep. There will be time left, even if the Vikings get a field goal. All right, so here we are watching 42 seconds to play, fourth and 10 for the Packers, trailing the Lions 15 to 9. Uh, timeout for the Packers right now to try to figure this thing out. Wow. So this has been an unbelievable time. All right, so the Raiders have the ball third and 10 at their own 25-yard line, 56 seconds to play. Now they have a fourth and 17. They were sacked, so they need a miracle of miracles. Looks like Jacksonville is going to come away with a victory there at home against the Raiders. Once trailing 17-0, Jags lead at 27-20. All right, here's the final play. We got Derek Carr calling out things to his offense. He drops back. The ball is a short pass, and it looks like they're going to try to the lateral, lateral it. And well, they, lateral only need it. A, they only need uh, – It's recovered by Jacksonville. Jacksonville wins this ball game. Wow. And that is it. So 27-20, Jags will beat the Raiders after the Raiders had a 17-0 lead. The Raiders fall to 2-6 right. and six on the Joseph, season. Joseph, tie ball game, kicker on the field for the Vikings. Fourth and goal situation here, 16 left on the clock. And the snap is good. The snap is down. And the All right, kick here we is go. Good. It's the Green Vikings Bay. just took a three-point lead. And on fourth down, the Packers incomplete. And this game is over. The Detroit Lions will defeat the Green Bay Packers by a score of 15-9. to The Packers' fifth consecutive loss. All right, so... Uh, 15-9 victory for the Lions. Dan Campbell is fired up on the sideline. We have a 20-17 to lead right now. Vikings over the Washington Commanders. Commanders, though, will receive the kickoff here with 12 seconds left on the clock. Looks like it's going to be a Vikings win there. And Jacksonville kneeling on the football. They just beat the Raiders 27-20 here. Uh, Lawrence and Peterson trying to fight their way out of the cellar of this AFC. That is their third win of the season. They improved to 3-6 and six on the year. Raiders dropped to 2-7 and seven on the year. 2-6 and six on the year. They had a bye week. The Raiders are now 2-6. Two 2-6 and two and six. Six on the year. 2-6. They, they had a bye week. Um, okay, and not good. Let's put it that way. Josh McDaniels, it's not working. Um, you blow a 17 nothing late. I don't care who you're playing. That is not going to work for you. Um, big win for the Lions today. By the way, Aaron Rodgers' final numbers in this game, 
23 of 43, 291 yards, one touchdown, and three picks. Jared Goff, 14 of 26, 137, two touchdowns, and one pick. Aaron Rodgers was also the leading rusher for the Packers. That is never a good thing. Uh, 40 yards on the ground. So uh, some wild finishes, but in the end, we're shaking our head about the Packers. I mean, this is a team that has Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And they have now lost five games in a row. They are now three and six on the season. Rodgers hasn't lost five straight since 2008. We were talking about this earlier. This is um, this is uncharted territory, you know, in terms of how long he's played and how long he's had success as a Green Bay Packer. But the excuses are there, right? You know, they have injuries up front on the offensive line. They've been injured all year long at skill position. Uh, and the Washington Commanders lose this football game on a really poor plan lateral play. So 20-17 to 17 Vikings win. And that's a huge win for a Vikings team that is now outside the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the tippy-top teams in the NFC, man. I'm looking at the standings right now. They have a four game lead in the NFC North. They, they are yeah. 7 and 1. The Packers are 3 and 6. Bears are 3 and 6. That's a four and a half game lead. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. That, that's that's over. What Kevin O'Connell's been able to do in just a, a year's time. He took over this job from Mike Zimmer who was a longtime coach with the Minnesota Vikings and it kind of always felt like bridesmaid never the bride. Now you're getting fortunate because the Green Bay Packers happen to be having a down year at the same time you take over but the Vikings are a real team there's a little bit of like hey didn't see it coming similar to Seattle who's just kicked off uh, in Arizona but um, but there's a large enough sample size that now you have to trust it Vikings are a seven and one football team. Get used to hearing it because they're not going anywhere anytime soon. The opening drive for the Seahawks ends up going, uh, ends up finishing with an incomplete pass. Arizona Cardinals will get the ball back after the punt. It looks like, unless are they deep enough in territory to attempt the field goal here? I couldn't see where they were yardage wise. All right, fourth and six is a forty-nine yard field yeah, goal attempt go. for the Seahawks. Try to take an early lead here against the Arizona Cardinals. Coming up here shortly, the Rams will kick things off on the road against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. All right, on the other side, we'll get you update on some of the stats from the earlier games today. We only have two games going on this afternoon. Of course, we've got the big Sunday night matchup tonight with the Titans on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. For more information that you need, this is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. 
in the land of saints and sinners from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Zach Wilson with a big fist pump. And the Jets celebrate on their bench. The fireworks going off here at MetLife Stadium as the Jets have beaten the Bills. The final score, 20 to 17. Now. Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. That was the Jets Radio Network as the Jets pull the upset. They beat the Bills by a score of 20 to 17. Welcome back, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Zach Wilson in this game, 18 of 25, 154 yards, one touchdown. More importantly, no picks. None. And they had, get this, without Brees Hall, 174 yards rushing as a team against the Bills. Zach Wilson's passer rating, 101.1. Josh Allen's passer rating, 46.8. And get this, the Jets sacked Josh Allen five times in this game. The Jets' defensive front is no joke. No. They can get after the quarterback, and they forced Josh Allen into throwing a couple of picks today. He did score a couple of touchdowns on the ground, but let's make this clear. The Jets are not a fluke. The Jets are a legit team, and right now in that AFC East, the Bills are at 6-2. and two. They've had a bye week. The Jets are 6-3. and three. The Dolphins are 6-3, and three, and the Patriots are 5-4. and four. So the AFC East right now... All four teams are above 500. DeAndre Hopkins scores the first touchdown in this Arizona Cardinals-Seattle Seahawks game. Seattle scored first three points by Myers, their kicker. But DeAndre Hopkins, third game back from suspension, looking like he hasn't really lost a step. No. In fact, he became the third youngest player ever to get to 800 receptions in his career behind Larry Fitzgerald and Antonio Brown. So uh, when D-Hop is in, obviously the Cardinals' offense is a lot bigger. The Vikings are celebrating today. He'll dump it over the middle to Gibson. He runs between the hash marks to the 30. They're trying to go Stanford Cal. Chandon Sullivan tries to keep him in bounds. And he does! Great job, Chandon! And that's the ball game! Wow. Your Minnesota Vikings have won six in a row! 
KFAM, Minneapolis, and the Vikings Radio Network. Can you believe this? The Vikings at 7-1 and one have a four-and-a-half game lead over the rest of the NFC North. Packers are three and six. Bears are three and six. Lions are two and six. You like that? It is like over that. right there. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, comeback of the day was courtesy of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor takes an E and that'll do it. Jags win it after being down 17 to nothing early in the ball game. They beat the Las Vegas Raiders 27 to 20. WJXL AM 1010 and FN 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network. So the Jags uh, improved to 3-6 and six on the season, still sitting in third place in that AFC South. But the real story here is the Raiders. The Raiders are right now tied with the Steelers for the second worst record in the AFC at 2-6. and six. Yeah, it didn't work the first time with McDaniels in Denver, and so far early returns in Las Vegas, very similar. Uh, here's the problem. You, you've seen it a couple of times now where Mark Davis has had these closed-door meetings with his head coach, and I think at first people were like, well, you know, that's typical for uh, an owner to meet with his head coach in a closed-door meeting, but as they continue to lose, the question is, I mean, Rich Basaccia, your special teams coordinator, was able to step in as the head coach, interim head coach, after the Gruden scandal, the emails, and without Henry Ruggs and without Arnett defensively, two first-rounders who, through legal circumstances, had to leave the team or be released, uh, you were able to get to the postseason. So this is a team coming off a playoff year where they could have they could have had Rich Passaccia extended and become the head coach. I don't think you would have heard much argument from anybody. Instead, when when McDaniels bring in Devontae Adams, and it's actually been worse. It has been a lot worse for the Raiders, and they're losing every single close game that they won a year ago. Let's get one more celebration. It's deserved, and it's courtesy of the Lions. 60 minutes of football, finding a way at the end when you have a chance to get get a win, finding a way to go out there and make one play. And they got it done today. 15 to 9. The Lions win it. That's the final here at Ford Field. WXYT FM 97 won the ticket. Lions Radio Network. So the Lions end their five game losing streak. And it's now the Packers on a five game losing streak. I mean, it's just shocking. The Green Bay Packers are three and six. And you remember when Devontae Adams made apparently the personal choice to go to the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers didn't sweat it. He will be fine. He extended his contract. He got a huge contract extension coming off back-to-back MVP seasons. Remember, this is a Packer team that's won 13 games each of the last three years. And, you know, you're of the mindset, well, it's Aaron Rodgers. He can just take anybody, you know, like Tom Brady for years. You throw me a receiver, I'm going to make him a star. Maybe Devontae Adams had a lot more impact on Aaron Rodgers' success over the last few seasons than maybe Aaron Rodgers wanted to give him credit for. Well, I, I think I think money talks. I think the situation was what it was. Aaron wanted out or he wanted to be compensated better. And the unfortunate reality for any quarterback who's ever done this sort of held their franchise hostage saying, I'm the reason for our success. Pay me like that or I'm gone. Or, or send me to a team that has a chance right now to win, it's very difficult to replenish. We saw that obviously uh, during free agency. We saw that at the trade deadline. A lot of these, a lot of these players. I'm not saying always, but ultimately need to agree 
to go to the place where they're being traded to. You know, because, for example, you know, you bring on uh, Bradley Chubb in Miami. He gets immediately extended. Are you telling me that Chubb's agent wasn't involved in that? I mean, immediately extended. They, they were working on that before the trade occurred. I can promise you. So even though that's not even supposed to happen, it happens in the NFL. And that's the reason why the, 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 the Green Bay Packers are behind the, the eight ball right now, because they don't have money to spend elsewhere. By the way, welcome to Fox Sports Radio Tailgate, presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Devontae Adams, by the way, for the Raiders today had a huge day. Ten catches, 146 yards, and two touchdowns. All but one of those catches came in the first half when the Raiders seemingly were in control. I have no idea what happened at halftime, but whatever Doug Peterson told the Jags, as opposed to what Josh McDaniels told the Raiders, was the difference in this game. Jags come back to win that one by a score of 27-20. to Meanwhile, the Cardinals are in the end zone. Murray setting up. Now he's in trouble, backing up. Throws complete near side to Hopkins at the 15. Turns right 10-5 in the end zone for the touchdown. Great patience by Kyler Murray with pressure in his face. He waited, found DeAndre Hopkins, who did the rest, and the Cardinals get a first-quarter touchdown for the first time in a long time. 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station, so the Cardinals lead the Seahawks 7-3. Unbelievably, this week, going into this week, Seahawks sitting alone atop the NFC West with a record of 5-3. Who could have figured that? Meanwhile, who could have figured that a Week 9 matchup between the Buccaneers and the Rams would have two teams coming into this game, both with losing records. The defending Super Bowl champions, of course, got that big win on the road against the Buccaneers during the playoffs on their way to winning a Super Bowl. Tom Brady retired, unretired, going through a divorce. A lot of things happening off the field for Tom Brady. What's not happening on the field is production for a Buccaneers offense that has only scored more than 22 points in a game once this year. Yep. That was in that shootout 41-31 loss to the Chiefs. Nine touchdown passes or Brady in eight games. Yeah, it's uh, he's second in the league in passing yards. The problem is those nine touchdown passes, which means to me that look, it's it's the teams are playing against bend but don't break, and they've been awful in the red zone all season long. Another career milestone, though, including postseason and regular season yards, he needs 164 yards passing to cross over 100,000 passing yards on his career. Absolutely ridiculous. A mark that, I, I mean, just because of how long you have to play at the quarterback position, how long you have to be great at the quarterback position, we may never see eclipsed. All right, I got some questions about your former Patriots teammate on the other side, but first... Let's find out what is trending right now as we got eight games yes. in the books, couple going yeah. on right yeah. now. Monty, the dust is settled right yeah. now. By the way, Joe Mixon did not score another touchdown, so what? he stopped him at five. I, right, he heard me. He was like, yeah, he Oh, did. Monty's upset at Fox Sports Studios. We gotta we gotta calm down. But I mean he scored fifty one points against me in fantasy. <laughs> so wow. guys, I don't think I'm gonna win. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Derrick Henry can get me 60 points. But you never know. 
You never know. We'll see what Derrick Henry can do for me later on today. Yes, we've got two games going on right now. The Rams and the Buccaneers just got going. We are scoreless. And the Cardinals and Seahawks both on the scoreboard. Cardinals up 7-3 to three with less than five minutes to go in the first quarter. Kyler Murray, a perfect 5-5 five of five for 49 yards and a touchdown for Arizona. But like you said, eight games in the books. Some exciting ones, some not so exciting ones, but a lot of exciting ones. Like the Vikings, who managed to beat the Commanders 20-17. to 17. Kirk Cousins completed 22 of 40 passes for 265 yards and two touchdowns. We also had the Jets, who held on to beat the Bills 20-17. to 17. Zach Wilson completed 18 of 25 passes for 154 yards and a touchdown. Josh Allen threw for 205 yards. No touchdowns. He did throw two interceptions and was sacked five times. He also rushed for 86 yards and two touchdowns, but it was not enough. And apparently, he must have just said this on Twitter. Um, I'm not going to say it exactly, but basically they asked him about the game and, quote, it's tough to win when your quarterback plays like poop. And Wow. Quote. So he knows. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. you mean he didn't say poop. Oh no, he did not say poop. I that I said poop. Uh, just because I like my job, you know what I mean. So I'm gonna say poop. But you got what he said, right? Uh, so yeah, he knows. He knows that he he did not perform the way maybe his team was expecting him to perform. The Raiders they were up at 17. They were up 17-0 at one point. Managed to lose to the Jaguars. I mean, they had a really good start and then didn't score at all in the second half. They lost to the Jaguars. 27 to 20. Trevor Lawrence threw for 235 yards and a touchdown. Derek Carr threw for 259 yards and two touchdowns. Devontae Adams had 10 receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns, but it just was not enough for the Raiders. The Lions outscored the Packers 15 to 9. Aaron Rodgers threw three picks in the red zone. This is the first time he ever, he's ever done that in his career, but he ended with 291 yards and one touchdown. And then the Chargers, whew, they scared me, but hey, they got it. A game-winning last second, 37 yard field goal by kicker Cameron Dicker to put the Chargers on top of the Falcons 20-17. to Woo-woo, Justin Herbert threw for 245 yards and a touchdown. He did have one interception. But Austin Eckler, this was his 10th career game with a touchdown run and a touchdown catch. The Dolphins, they held on to beat the Bears 35-32. to That was a fun one. And the Bengals killed the Panthers. Yes, 42-21. to Joe Mixon, five touchdowns. 22 carries, 153 yards, four touchdowns. And then four receptions, 58 yards, one touchdown. Woo. And the Patriots, they held the Colts to just a field goal all game and won 26-3. And since we got some time, one NBA game going on. The Lakers, surprisingly, are beating the Cavaliers 48-41 with six minutes to go in the first half. Back Yay. to you guys. All right, great job as always, Monsi. Excellent job today. Likewise, fellas. Thank you very much. By the way, Charlotte's Web is the world's most trusted hemp extract founded to serve wellness seekers looking for safe, clean, and natural options. It's the number one CBD brand on the market. Go to charlottesweb.com. Use the promo code SPORTS15 for 15% off your order. That's charlottesweb.com. Not available in Idaho or South Dakota. So I'm looking at Tom Brady's numbers this year, right? You mentioned the fact that he's second in the league in passing yards. He's only 14th in the league in passer rating. What's dragging him down are those touchdown passes. He's only thrown one interception this year. He's averaging 283 yards passing, but not down the field. In other words, yards per attempt is way down from where he normally see Tom Brady. I, again, I don't know what's going on in his personal life other than what I read in the paper, but obviously there's something going on there. 
but there seems to be this commitment from Tom Brady that he wants to continue to play in the NFL. And we always mention this about Brady. In all his years in New England, starting with his first year as the starting quarterback when they won a Super Bowl, and even going to Tampa first year when he wanted to prove something, certainly last year as defending champions, he goes into the season thinking, I have a team that can win a Super Bowl. I think that's important to Tom Brady is that he believes that the team going into the year can win a Super Bowl. I think he felt the Tampa Bay was that team going into the season, but he not may not feel that way when the season is over. Do you believe Tom Brady would pursue the opportunity, if it were available, to join another team next year if he felt their only missing piece was me as the starting quarterback? Wait, so the question is, does he come back? Well, my question is, would he come back with a different team? Okay, look, I wouldn't put anything past him at this point in terms of what he's willing to do with the rest of his career. I called it wrong when the the questions surrounded him leaving Foxborough. I thought he would retire a Patriot, you know, just because of his legion to Bob Kraft and, you know, everything that that franchise has done for him, regardless of the issues with Belichick or all of it. And so I, I misjudged that situation in the first place. So, yeah, I wouldn't put past him. You know, who knows? San Francisco 49ers look like they've been shopping for a quarterback for a while since they drafted Trey Lanton before that. Uh, there are a lot of teams. Denver Broncos might be right back on that wheel if they can get any value to trade Russell Wilson away. Um, maybe he needs a fresh start somewhere else. Maybe Tampa would be interested in trading the rights to Brady, who's aging, and maybe Russell Wilson has some years left. I don't know. But here's the one thing I do think is he is a relentless competitor. Football is still wildly important to him. And I think if he feels like he can still go and Tampa Bay is not the right spot for him, he will play somewhere else. Think about this with Tom Brady going into this week. He is leading the NFL in both attempts and completions and is second in yards. Yeah. These are categories he led the league a year ago. So the one thing about Tom Brady is he can still throw the football. What's been lacking this year is Gronk. Yes. I mean, without Gronk as your go-to in the red zone, it has been a problem for Tampa to get into the end zone. And that's what's missing. See, you mentioned the 49ers. Let's say Garoppolo. Look, Garoppolo is a free agent at the end of the year. And, uh, oh, we have uh, we have Jonathan Vilma. Can we give him a little proper intro, please? Daddy! Daddy! Now. Now. For the NFL on Fox Focus. All right, well, earlier today, the Los Angeles Chargers escaped with a 20 to 17 victory over the Atlanta Falcons. And the man on the call there, Jonathan Vilma, is joining us right now. Jonathan, we're looking at this Chargers team with all their injuries and a lot of reasons why they shouldn't be winning. And yet here they are sitting at five and three. What do you make of the resilience of this Chargers team? I was very impressed with their resilience, especially when they got down early on in the game. They were down 10 nothing, and it looked like the Falcons were going to just you know, run away with it. 
uh, really like the adjustments that they make. And frankly, the leaders of the both sides of the offense and the defense, Herbert stepping up, Khalil Mack stepping up, the guys that you expect to make a critical play, a momentum-changing play, game-changing play, those are the guys that stepped up. And when they needed it most, they got the stop at the end. <clears throat> and then Herbert connected for a nice long pass to get in field goal range. So, you know, that's, that's just good football all around. And then when you're – Good players come back. You know, you should win more games. You flip it over to the Atlanta side of this matchup, and the Falcons four and five on the season now. Um, I think probably have looked better than many have expected. You know, right now leading the NFC South. We'll see what happens in this Buccaneers Rams game. But um, what are your thoughts on Arthur Smith and the way that he's been leading this franchise as they're continuing their rehabilitation process and hoping to get things rolling here this season? You know, I think he's done a really good job. Uh, What's going to hurt are these close losses because you can look at five or six plays in the game and say, realistically say, look, if we would have executed here better, uh, made this one catch, uh, made that one tackle, right? You make a field goal at the end, right? You could say you can win those games. So, you know, it's going to be frustrating to see the forest through the trees because it's going to look like, you know, they need to do better. Um, but then again, you're first place in the NFC South and you have a, a lot to be proud of. So I think that the Falcons right now where Arthur Smith is taking them is a very, very good direction. Talking with the uh, Super Bowl champion, Jonathan Vilma, on the call here with the Chargers defeating the Falcons by a score of 20-17. to 17. What do you make of Justin Herbert as a quarterback? He's as good as they come. He can make every throw. Um, I'm looking at a guy that even without his top two playmakers, he's still able to produce, uh, produce at a high level. Uh, doesn't make any excuses about his injuries, other people's injuries. He just goes out and performs. And, you know, you – you admire that from a young quarterback. Uh, that's what you look for. And you say, okay, now when we get uh, Bosa back, right, we get these defenders back and we start to really create havoc, how how much of a problem is Herbert going to be when you're going to see him on the field consistently and the defense starts getting stopped? So, uh, you know, I, I think that the sky's the limit for Herbert and what he can bring to that offense. Yeah, I, Marcus Mariota, outside of Geno Smith, I think is having one of the more surprising years. Now, he's not throwing for a ton of yardage, but he's efficient. He goes out there, he operates the game plan. They they rely on the run game in Atlanta, but his season so far, your appraisal on what Mariota has been able to do in Atlanta? Uh, so far, it's been really good. Uh, my only concern with Mariota is that there are going to be times you have to be a drop-back quarterback, pocket passer, and you need to make those three or four plays a game. That's my only concern with him. But then again, that's also the same reason that he didn't end up staying the starter when he was with the Titans. So, you know, they know what to expect with him. He does a very good job in the run game, uh, masterful at the zone read. It's just that little bit in the pocket that is going to be able to separate him once, you know, that time comes. So I love to see that he's constantly improving his game, though. It's been really good. Well, it wasn't pretty, but a W is a W in the NFL, and the Chargers got it today against the Falcons, improving to 5-3 and three on the season. Jonathan, we always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. No, thank you, guys. Take care. That's uh, Jonathan Vilma on the call during that game. All right, coming up on the other side, we'll not only get you updated on the two games going on right now, but get you ready for the game tonight between the Titans and the Chiefs. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio.
Steve Harbin and Rich Ornberger. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Hey, by the way, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live cooking, fire cooking on Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery. That's Big Green Egg. Dot com. All right, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have kicked a field goal, taken an early 3-0 lead over the Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks are now leading the Arizona Cardinals by a score of 10-7 on a touchdown pass from Geno Smith to DK Metcalf. I want to thank the guys today, starting with Iowa Sam, who's just... Uh, what a day. What are you, how, what's your winning streak right now for the Hawkeyes? Two whole games. Okay. Two whole games. Two okay. whole games. Back above 500. Yeah. A juggernaut of a team that's I'm going... Playing a lot better. Absolutely nowhere yeah. this year. Uh, hey. Monsi Bolaños doing an unbelievable job trying to keep us up to date on all the games going on today. And, you uh, guys are the best. No, no, no. You're flawless. Yeah. Flawless today. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's hard to tell when he's yeah. playing that and when you're saying it. I know. The other day with Jonas Knox, we were like, okay, let's see if you can guess who, if it's me or if it's the recording. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I want to try right now. All hang right, on. Here hang we on. Go. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I cannot tell. <laughs> it is the What's same. What's amazing is your consistency. Well, Unbelievable. You know. very, well, very now I have to. Now, now I got to match that every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you do it brilliantly, Monty. And then there's Lita Lab, who had to sit here and watch his Packers go down to their fifth Season's over. straight <laughs> loss. Oh, wow. I mean, wow. Um, all right, so I'm looking right now at the uh, playoff standings. Uh, in the NFC. So currently, the Green Bay Packers are the 13th seed. Yes. The top seven are in, and they are sitting at number 13. The only teams seated behind them right now are the Bears, Lions, and the Panthers. Okay, so they have some work to do. They have a little work to do. Uh, Who could have predicted that? By the way, Tampa in this going into this game, they're the 10 seed right now. Yeah. So we assume, remember this, you got Aaron Rodgers extending his deal coming up back-to-back MVP seasons. You got Tom Brady unretiring. We're like, there you go. Well, Another Brady Rodgers matchup in the NFC Championship I, I game. I want to say my my Super Bowl pick, the AFC side still looking good with the Chiefs, but I I had the Packers going to the Super Bowl this year. Just all the like looking at the NFC North, I'm like, okay, the win in the North again, and then if they cobble together another playoff season, is it possible for him really to lose another, like another first round bounce? <laughs> and I mean, I couldn't have been more wrong. How about this? If the season ended today, I was like, if the season ended today, in the NFC, yes. your division champions are the Eagles, sure, the Vikings, yes, the Seahawks, and the Falcons. And your wild cards Just are the like Cowboys, the Giants, <laughs> and the 49ers. Right now, um, the AFC, the Jets are like, what, in fifth place, I would say, in the, the conference? The Jets right now are the number one wild card. The Miami Dolphins yeah. are the two wild card. They both are six and three. The Chargers are the number three wild card right now at five and three. Yeah, the AFC side makes a little bit more sense, right? Because AFC South, Titans leading, that's fine. Chiefs leading the West, that's fine. The North, who is it? The Ravens? Still in the lead there, or is it the Bengals? How about now? this? All right, so in the AFC right 
now there are nine teams with winning records. In the NFC, there are five. There's oh only five God. teams with winning records. The <laughs> Eagles, the Vikings, the Seahawks, the Cowboys, and the Giants are the only teams currently with a winning record in the NFC. On paper, though, that's one thing everybody had right. When you looked yeah. at the AFC, you knew it was a more talented con- uh, conference. It sort of feels like this is what it's going to look like all season long. But then get to the postseason, all bets are off because the cream rises to the top, and we know that any team can beat any team, and we'll see what emerges. But, yeah, AFC stacked compared all right, tonight we got the Titans on the road against the Chiefs. Both these teams come in with a record of 5-2. and two. In fact, the Titans come in on a five-game winning streak. Derrick Henry has been just ridiculous, even by his standards. The Chiefs are 13-and-a-half-point favorites. Yep. I mean, you're not going to see a lot of 5-2 and two teams that are 13-and-a-half-point dogs, and that money is pouring in on the Chiefs right now. Any chance the Titans can make it a game again, Tannehill's availability will be a game-time decision. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they have a great chance, but the the Titans, what they do extremely well are the two things that can really hurt the Chiefs. One, they play ball control offense. And if you limit the amount of time that the Chiefs have the ball in their hands and Patrick Mahomes can hurt you, well, he can't hurt, hurt you if he's not on the field. And so that's, I mean, Derrick Henry, the run game, obviously that's been going on for years and years and years in Tennessee. The other thing is the way they like to play defense, they get pressure on the pocket and they try to keep mobile quarterbacks contained and they do a good job of it. And that's where Patrick Mahomes makes mistakes when he's not able to escape the pocket and create on the outside. When you trap him playing, you know, coverage defense, rushing four, rushing five, where he's not facing a lot of man-to-man options and coverage, He gets bored, and he tries to force things, and sometimes he throws picks and makes mistakes. So I'm not saying the Titans are going to win this game, but they could potentially keep this real close. I hope. I would like to see a competitive Sunday night game. Very quickly here, Rich, Ravens on the road against the Saints tomorrow night. Saints are a dog at home. They're playing in the worst division in football right now, trying to stay alive. Ravens trying to keep the above the Bengals. Yeah, I, I like I like the Ravens this the whole way. No chance for the Saints in that one. I'm not giving them a chance. Keep it here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.